Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Icon. Oh, I forgot to plug the thing in. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, go. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end a new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home I've got a stinking cold, man. I mean, a stinking cold. Have you noticed something different about me? Um, you got your hat on your coat? No, I've got a semi. What? You, I'm sat behind the desk. I've got my hat on. Yeah. During the show. Yeah. And do you know why that is? Uh. Because before the show, you saw me go outside. Yes. Do you know where I went? No. I went to my car, I had a little swig of night nurse. Oh no. A little swig of the old night nurse. Bottle was there, I thought, do you know what? As a tribute to Prince, I'm going to stay awake for 196 days. Yeah, well, night nurse is not the way. And 96 days that guy stood awake for. No wonder he died in a lift. A lift? What's that? An elevator. That's what we're going to do tonight. What? We're going to stay awake for 196 days. Hours. It was hours. Well, he w- that's because he was a lightweight. We're going to show him how it's done. Right. We're going to compile a list, dear listener, of... We're going to compile... What are we going to do? I'm st- I mean, that night nurse really is... I mean, what we're going to do... 
you get your French to English, English to French. Mm. You get your English to Spanish, Spanish to English. Mm-hmm. We're going to get your English to American, American to English. First one, lift, elevator. I'll tell you why. But they're also things that you put in your shoes, aren't they? <sighs> Suspenders. Mm-hmm. Braces are suspenders. Yeah. Uh, jumper. Boy, boy, oh boy, that was disappointing. Do you know a jumper? Sweater. Is a, no, a jumper is a skirt. <laughs> Listen, so. let's, ex- let's explain why. 0844 499 1000. Although, to be honest, I don't want anyone to call in tonight. I'm just going to own the airwaves. Like the king of... Um, what's that song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if you'd have seen me back... If you'd have known me back in the day. What's that getting song? Getting a glimpse. Hmm? It's the king of rock and roll. Yeah. What's that? Who's that by? Prefab Sprout. Well, tonight I'm I'm Prefab Sprout. Are you? And oh, God. no one. Just don't bother calling in, suckers. You're not going to match this. You're not going to match this, are they? Really? They might. Look, you're not going to match this. If we, if we went toe-to-toe, mano a mano, um, it just isn't going to happen. So that I means hand-to-hand. Hmm? Mano a mano. I'm speaking in Latin. Well, you're not. Um... Because everyone, all the conspiracy theorists, and we'll tread carefully because there's an extra... Uh, did, you, did you hear? Um, are we allowed to say George Galloway destroyed Julia Hartley Brewer? That can be your perception. That's what happened, but are we allowed to mention his name? Yeah. But there are other, there are, all the other candidates are online somewhere. Mm. He destroyed her. At last there was something worth listening to on that show, and it was her being taken down by Galloway. It was... A masterclass in um, ill-researched interviewing techniques. Someone said to me, someone online <laughs> who holds sway, yeah, Swayed. said to me, London Swayed. No, said to me, it was like Alien versus Predator, and they didn't want to say which one was which. No, 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 it wasn't like that. No, because 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 in Alien versus Predator, I don't know who the the official winner is, but they're both bloody good. It was more like. Um, Alien versus Mr. Charlotte's Blobby. Web. Oh, Charlotte's Web. Babe. Um, the conspiracy theorists, because Barack Obama is the black president. Yes. He comes over and he says, well, if you... What are you doing that voice? I'm doing, this is Ameri- I'm doing my Obama impression. You're about to go, why are you If you guys decide to leave Europe, you're going to be at the back of the queue. And you, and you know what the conspiracy theorist said about that? Farage said it on... Because he's, it's because he's half Kenyan. No, no, no. That was another thing that Farage... And I think Johnson said, yes, because he's half Kenyan. No, the conspiracy theorist... And Farage said this on um, um, Any Questions, which is the radio version of Question Time, hosted by the other Dimbleby. Um, who writes the last question at the end? We've got time for one final question. Yes, you. Gentleman there in the shirt. Um, my name is Mark Travers. Um, if the panel could make love to a beautiful lady, what position would they assume? Well, well, well of course, well, of course. I, well, right of centre. Well, I always prefer coming up from behind. Then steaming to the front. <gasps> um, he went, so Farage was on there, right, and he said, he said this. Let me finish. Let me finish. Now, if you, if you listen to that speech, um, he said the word Q. And they don't use the word Q in America, they use the word line. So it was obviously scripted by David Cameron. This was his argument. Or it's a man who's seen some films. 
Well, exactly. Because when I, I go, we know about American. When I go to America, I take great pleasure mm-hmm. in asking where the mailbox is. Yes. Or taking out the garbage. Yeah, or saying what nice sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Or also asking if they have any records by a band called the W's, because that word means nothing over Oh, there. really? Oh, yeah, I do that. That's, that's <laughs> Go to Bleecker Street Records. You can... Any CDs by the W's? This guy really likes the W's. Wait, have we got the W's? No, we sold out. This guy's bought them all. This guy's got all the W's. Um, but my sister used to live in America, and she ended up doing that transatlantic thing just because she was fed up of being brought wrong orders in 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 restaurants or getting people just looking at it like she was speaking Greek. Wayne sent me a message, and I don't understand it. What's up with Wayne? Is that you? I don't know. I think it's in my pocket. Um, what planet is he in, Leon? I'm on the night nurse planet. Has Julia Hartley Brewer upset the poor lad? Yes, because I have a soul. She absolutely exposed Gigi, Galloway, not Glitter, for the arrogant ass he is. Gosh. Were you listening this morning, Neil? Were you listening when she tried to do an O'Brien versus Farage... And instead, it was like the li- when those little Ant and Dex used to go and interview um, pop stars. It was as pathetic as that. Everything she called him out on, he went, well, no, that's not true. No, that's not. You said this. No, I didn't. And I've got a re- No, I didn't. And they've got a recording of it as well. <laughs> oh, that's quite good. Thank you. I mean, it's Irish, but it's quite good. I was actually, <laughs> in my head, it was Anthony Hopkins. Oh. If I want to do a Galloway, i got to do a... Ho- I, I go for Anthony Hopkins. Go on. I just did. Do it again. I'm not going to do it again. Go on. It was, let's be honest, my impressions are generally fluke. <laughs> Very flukey. Um, I don't know how much we can talk about the interview. But we can talk about the use of line rather than cue. So we're going to do an American to English, English to American. Uh, um, we're not going to do spellings. No. They choose not to put the U in colour. That's fine. Colour. Mum and mom. Mom. No. But they say mom. No. And I say mum. It's a completely different sound. Yeah, mum and mum. 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 <laughs> I thought we could do that All right. until one o'clock and then we go home. All right, that sounds okay. And come back tomorrow. And we'll do... Oh, yeah, who's got... Emma, Emma Pollock's, Pollock's coming, coming at on. half past ten. Yes. She's absolutely brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. She's one of my favourite singers. We went and saw her recently. Yeah. What's wrong? I just made my headphones really loud. I've okay. just hurt myself. Okay, that's self-harm. Yeah. Which is... Um, Our rule. Um, self-harm is, is an interesting thing. Um, in that I always assumed it to be the cutting of the arms and stuff. Id, do you want to get the phones? Um, but if you watch that Louis Theroux documentary last, mm. that's, I mean, that's 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 a, that's a, it, another form of self harm. Slow suicide. It, it was awful. Slow suicide. The Louis Theroux thing last night, and we're making moves to get Louis Theroux on the show. In as much as We've I mailed, him. emailed him, he replied with what I perceive to be a fob off. That'll do for me. But it was a polite. We'll see. Oh, he was charming, it? and he said he used to be a fan of the Eleven O'clock Show. Beautiful. Um. So, uh, but that program last night. Yeah. Flipping it. was one of those shows where at the end I realised I hadn't breathed properly all the way through it. I watched the whole... This is... I don't watch TV anymore. It's the, it's the first thing I've watched on TV as it's gone out since Christmas. Actually, you're right. 
Well, I know. It's my life. No, but what I'm saying is I, I don't watch things at the time they're on anymore and I stayed up for that because normally... Because when we used to work on breakfast, half eight was kind of my cut-off point. And I remember hearing that it was going to be on, I thought, oh, nine o'clock, well, out of the question. But actually, these days know, it can. Rock and roll. As you know, since Friday, I've been pulling a prince. Mm. No, no sleep for 196 days. Hours. That's where I'm going. Hours. It's, mm. it's hours. He was a lightweight. Lee is not a lightweight. And Lee has started talking in the third person. Oh, no. And it's, what, day three? Yeah. Um, but that programme... But but so I, I, so it's the first program I've watched live as it's gone out. And also, for 40 minutes, the first 40 minutes, my phone was in the kitchen. And you didn't care. And then then I did after 40 minutes. So I went and got it. And then I started tweeting to make myself look good. Mm. Started tweeting some caring things. Because I thought, do you know what? This would be great to piggyback on the back of this and make myself look caring. But also because you are caring. Yeah. Can I just ask periscopers, can you hear? You, you probably... Uh, I don't actually really care. No... No, 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 I wanted to look. I wanted to look caring. It was a, a, a cold, well, then, calculated thing. Well, then the man that um, sang Me and Mrs Jones died yeah. today and you didn't tweet about that. I mean, you're not that caring, are you? Because I didn't really think that... I thought that was just cashing in on what's going on. I thought that was the point. It's, no, no I, no, I thought that death was. Oh. I just thought, have a bit of respect, mate. What, for Prince? Well, for all of the deaths, he thought, I'll have some of this. I don't want to sound cold. Well, stop what, talking. What, what was his name? Paul. Les Paul. No. Les Paul was the, was um, that um, uh, the bloke who played the piano out of tune. Did all that. Paul Les. Les Dawson. Les Dennis. Dustin oh, I don't, G. I don't really... Oh, Dustin G. Now, oh, see? No. See, we'll have a little break. Yeah, we should. Have a little bit more. I've got, I've no got, more. I see, I'll, I'll have no a little more. bit more. We'll mess around with these camera angles, and then we're going to uh, we'll speak to you. Gatford, does that sound like a plan? That sounds like a top-notch plan. Well, well to you. Maybe. Yes, Gatford, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Could you take the watch off first? It's annoying me. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Please. And the yeah, shoes, yeah, and the, off. The shoes, I'm yeah, just, we've done the, the blinds. You know what, Gatford? Yeah. I have had a really crap day. Ah. Oh. Really crappy day I've had. Do, do you know what? I'm genuinely annoyed to hear that. It's been I mean that. rubbish. Utter yeah. rubbish. The only highlight was the radio clip this morning, really. What was that? Well, I, um, somebody taking somebody down to Chinatown, I believe. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. That was... That was, uh, that was what you, radio you, was invented. You, uh, I saw your tweet and thought, I'm having some of that. Yeah, O'Brien was being a bit pompous today, so it was it was good. Yeah. He's got, he's oh, got off the boil a bit. He's got, well, fair enough. Catherine Ball. What have you got for us, Gatford? Um, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Oh. Fanny. What? Fanny. Means bum in uh, America. And yeah, it does. You're oh, quite no. right. It's also the name of my best friend's mum. Really? Yeah, she's Spanish. Is her Very popular Frank? in uh, Spain, Fanny. Very popular. Bit like um, Jesus. A lot like Jesus, but more Indeed. a woman's name. Yeah. Yeah. Short for uh, Epiphania. Flat, an apartment. Yeah. No, come on. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. It'd be worth it. Bear with me, bear with yeah. me. Bear with me. Yeah. Uh, um... I locked a bottle of leash. Nope, hang on. I forgot to back my swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bear with me. I'm trying uh -huh. to find a computer-generated clip... 
of Kath saying, there's no more fanny. (laughs) (laughs) That was talking about the faraway tree. Um, It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's just a name. Um, Grow up. I can. Can you just give me like two minutes? Okay. Yep. So get for it. Just type in fanny into my search section on my computer. Should be in your favourites. Kath, um, tell us about your day. Was it as bad as Ian's? No, of course it isn't. Nothing's as bad as Ian's ever. You should know that. Well, true. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was just. Conversation, really. Such yeah, I had an all right day. I came into work and there was like no traffic. I thought, what's going on? Does everyone know about a party I've not been invited to again? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, happens. it was just it was just decent traffic. I should just. And then tomorrow there's some sort of rail strike thing. And Is a that... oh, strike, so be... it might even be better on the roads. Do you think? Won't everyone be well, driving? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't drive, so I don't know. Do you want a lift? Suppose it be. Yeah. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's, that's, that's a good point. I need to be somewhere by ten. Is that all right? Ten o'clock? Oh no, I don't get no. I'm back in bed by then. Oh, I drop what? the kids off. Yeah, I drop the kids off yeah. at school, and then I get back in bed. Yeah. And sometimes I've got my pajamas on under my clothes. Oh, are you one of those mums that drops the kids off in your pajamas? Yeah, but they're underneath my other clothes, so no one will uh, ever know. I don't understand the outrage about that. If you turn up in your pajamas, so what? You look like an idiot, but who cares? Exactly, your business, isn't it? Yeah, your business. Anyway, I choose to keep mine under wraps. Fair point. Anyway, so um, do you wear pyjamas, Gatford? I do wear pyjamas, yes. I'm over the age of 40. I wear pyjamas and bed socks. What kind? Are we talking like the kid out of Uh, the snowman or um, Mr. Min? No, they're kind of a played M&S job. Hang on, there's another one. Played rather than tartan. Oh, yeah, good point. Plaid. Yeah, plaid. Um, also, oh, um, plaid tartan. I yeah, never knew that. yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. Not know that? No, mate. That's why I said I didn't know. He's listening just, and, and fiddling with his computer. He's so yeah, so you've got a, a little plaid number. Yeah, a little plaid number. Well, I've got two, the same, oh, so really? that you know I can just rotate and <sighs> wash them. Obviously, that's, that's <laughs> important. Um, but what I don't have is one of those uh, wee willy winky hats. You don't. I've got one. I know, man. No. has. I've got one. I can't find it. Can't find it. Someone's nicked it. I've been hacked. I've been hacked. Anyway, thanks Maybe for calling, Gatford. Was that enough? Yep. <laughs> was that? I don't know what he was. I don't really. Pajamas and lifts or something. I've got a wee wheelie winky. Yeah, I know. Yes, Martin. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, Martin. If I had, a, if you? I had a game knob on this desk, I'm whacking it right up now. Yeah. They, they, don't trust <laughs> they don't trust me with a game control. Don't trust me with a game controller, Martin. Oh, that's a shame. There you should go. be trusted more. Should be trusted. What have you got for us, boss? Yeah, I was, well, I'm just calling in. I'm uh, I'm sitting in my room at university at Salford, uh, Salford Uni, just uh, uh, sort of Uh-oh. dwelling over coursework. <laughs> Where's your room? It's, is it is it in, um, let me see, Weast Lane? Say again? Are you in Weast Lane? Uh, I'm in uh, Peel Park Quarter, which is uh, in, well, near Salford Crescent in Manchester. Blimey, that's where my grandma used to live when she was alive. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know where the drive-in McDonald's is? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cottrell Street. She used to live behind there. My cousin lives there now. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. What are you studying, mate? Uh, TV and radio. Oh. Uh, TV and radio. one out. Yeah. <laughs> Blimey! Blimey. And how's that going? Uh, yeah, it's going really well. Uh, we're doing a drama at the moment, so we have to film a, a, a scene from a select uh, sort of drama. So I think we've chosen we've, we've chosen Sherlock. Yeah, we have, yeah. The TV programme? 
Yeah, yeah, we got to film a selection. We got top. I did performing arts at college, right? Mine was even more Mickey Mouse. And we got when we had to do like little um, duologues, right? We got told off because we all just kept doing stuff from films, right? And I did a me and Steve did a brilliant with Nail and I, right? right? Rubbed a whole tube of um, um, deep heat over my body. Yeah, but the the final and the final straw was when I, me and, I think it's probably Steve again, did a scene from um, the Al Pacino film, Dog Day, Dog Day Afternoon. Mm. And afterwards, yeah. we got, we got, everyone got, right, okay, guys. Can we, can we use plays? Because <laughs> 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 we just watch our favourite film and go, yeah, we'll do that bit. We'll copy that bit. Is that, is that three minutes? Yeah, we'll do that. Beautiful. <laughs> so that's what we did. And you're, well, you're allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. There'll be some people, Martin, right, going, oh, it's disgusting. No, I respect that. If you can get away with that for three years, um, then uh, then do it. Then do it. That's what I say. We're just sitting we're drinking for three years, I think. Yeah. Me too. Me too, Geezer. That's what I did. I got a 2-1, and uh, I got a 2-1 for three years of mind expansion. (laughs) Yeah? You know what I'm saying, fella? Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying, Martin. And then you picked up the fantastic job of the 11 o'clock show. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was a few years of, of signing on and um, feeling suicidal because I was never going to get a job. And then, yes, then I lucked. Uh, to the- hey, speaking of the 11 o'clock show, I love it. I always oh, my bit of paper. Hang on a second. I wrote this down because I wanted to... Um, I want to celebrate this. Where's the mail? I need the mail. Page 23 of the mail. I've just got to fill in time now while Ian's practice for paper. Um, <laughs> he's good. He's good, this guy. That's definitely are worth you, Are you the voice in my head? That's definitely worth <laughs> a... The that head. is worth a Desmond. I, I would give you a Desmond for that. Here we go. So... Thank you, Martin. Excellent. So, Lever Clock Show. Worked with some great people, right? And I um, just recently spent four years working at BBC Local Radio. Didn't get paid very much. Did all right. Not complaining. Then got the sack. Even though morally I was correct. And now I'm here. Oh, yeah. I, I'm doing all right. Yeah. And you dug me a tunnel. Actor Sasha Baron Cohen has been listed as one of Britain's 1,000 richest people for the first time. Wow. Huh. I wish I was rich. The 44-year-old star who created and played characters Ali G and Borat and begun his career on TV's The 11 O'Clock Show has amassed a fortune of £105 million. Wow. By the way, did you see the Ali G? Have you ever seen the Ali G where Yes, yes. Seen that one. Seen that one. Yeah, I'm actually from just outside Cardiff. Yeah, seen that one. Yeah, seen that one. I've seen them all. £105 million. Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm driving, but one thing you should teach on that course is listening. I am driving a a car that's about to reach 110,000 miles. That's, that's while I'm allowed to drive, guys. Well, Martin, I hope we sorted that out. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thanks for... Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Andrew's on the line. Yes, Andrew. All right, Ian. Hello, Andrew. Good to talk to you. Thank you. I'm feeling a bit um, guilty today. Why's that, mate? What happened? I've um, come over from Tartspot. It's my, my, I've left Goldstein and Gundy. I've left them for you. <laughs> mate, that's delicious. You do not know what. What do you want? What can I give you, buddy? Because you—that is sweet, sweet nectar. That's what they're. That's what they're afraid of. And it started. If you, if you have, de- dear listener, if you have defected from Cundy um, and what's the other fella's name? 
Goldberg or something. Gold, yeah. I wait for four four nine nine one thousand. You jump to the front of the queue. I want a montage <laughs> of um, talk sport abandoners. That's what I want, and we'll play it to him every time he comes <laughs> and sits down for his lads banter with me. That is that is wonderful. What's tempted you over, Andrew? Is the fact that this show's funny? Yeah, basically. Yeah, that'll yeah. do it. That'll do yeah. it. That'll it's got girls on it as well. Yeah, yeah, that helps. What can I do for you, Andrew? I feel I owe you. What can I do for you? Um, sing me a song. What song do you want, buddy? Um. A bit of Beatles, I think, yeah. Um, hang on a minute, let's see if we can get you a little bit of Beatles. Your wish is my command, Andrew. Your wish <laughs> is my command. Hang on a second, we go to this, we go there, we go... Um, oh, the computer is being very, very slow, don't you worry. Hang on a second. Um, here we go, here we go. This is for you, mate. Okay. You wouldn't get this from Goldstein. Definitely not. I want to dedicate this one to Andrew and all the talk sport abandoners. Ooh. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say, oh, Andrew. Little Andrew, I feel the ice is slowly melting. Little Andrew, it feels like years since you've been here. You've left talk sports. You've left talk sports, and I say up Hey, Andrew, I've got to go because our next guest is coming on and she's like a proper singer and I don't want her to hear me singing really badly and I want, I want to try and come across as really cool. Is that okay? No problem, mate. Thanks nice one, that. mate. Thank you very much. Ta-ta. I'll wait for And I'll explain why I'm going to say what sounds like something very rude. This is going to be the second best album of the year. The second best. I, well, the Monkeys have got a new album coming out soon. That's why. Do you know what, guys? I'm sure, and we can do this as a phone-in after, afterwards, right? We've all got a group or a singer or a performer that we think is one of the best things in the world. And you kind of sit there scratching your head going, but why doesn't everyone get that? I have that with XTC. XTC, to me, are obviously the greatest band in the world. It's obvious. It's, it, it just, it's obvious. And they're fairly big-ish, but they're not as big as they should be. They should be up there with, like, U2 and, and the police. They should be, and they're not. And it's the same with um, my, my next guest, uh, Emma Pollock. Evening, Emma. Hiya. How are you doing? You all right? I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, how the, are you? The second best album of the year, as I say, I've got to stress this, the Monkeys have got a new album coming out in May. 
right then. So, um, but but still, to come second to those guys, I mean, you know, the Beatles would have loved it. Emma, it's so nice to talk to you. Let's do a little bit of um, um, kind of history for for people who may or may not know. I first became aware of you when I was at XFM. Oh gosh, which which time was it before I got sacked? Around about the turn of the century, and you, were, of course, were in the fantastic band, the Delgados. Yeah. How did they? They were they were superb, and again, another band that that, that they you had glimpses at great at, at, at being a huge band, and it never seemed to quite happen. Yeah, do you know it's weird because I see bands exist in in their own microcosm, and and what they do is is arguably the only thing they can do because. Anything to do, and you've got to stop me here if, if I'm getting a wee bit too kind of into it, but it, it's, you, you, you can never see the trees when you, when you do anything creative. So you, you go in to, you know, we, we, we met, at, at, well, my husband was in, was in the band, he was a drummer, Paul, Paul Savage, and, um, and he went to school with the other two, Alan Woodward, Stuart Henderson, and so they, they'd already met. And they'd all started learning how to play Beatles songs in their music room at school at lunchtime. And that's kind of how they started out. And then I met Paul at university in Glasgow. And we kind of got together through music because we both realised that we were absolutely nuts about music. Yeah. And so we both realised that we both wanted to play. Paul wanted to record. And so it very gradually, you know, we started you know, talking about music, going to see shows, eventually went out with each other. And then the Delgado started because the band that they were all in, the six-piece, broke up. And the three of them were chucked out. And Brilliant. They invited me, and, and it was a total... You know, they were really, really upset. I mean, they were. this was the worst, single worst thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. That they'd been chucked out of their own band. And so the, the Delgado's was a wee bit of a revenge band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny you say that? Because there is, um, th- there's quite a lot of anger. In fact, there's an album called Hate, isn't there? Yeah. yeah there's yeah, quite is. a lot of anger in some of the... I mean, there's there's also, oh, you know, yeah. melancholy and beauty and, you yeah. know, love and passion. But there's a real anger in there as well in some of the songs. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, always delivered with the sweetest of, of presentations. Yeah. Whether they be, you know, derived through, you know, presentation with the strings or, or the, the most, you know, the purest of instruments and the most lush, you know, lush production and quite often really, really sweet melody... And and yeah, the, the best way to present the darkest story sometimes is with as much sunlight as you can bring in. And you, you mentioned the lushness. There is uh, Universal Audio to me, the which I think was the last album you, you did as the Delgados is um is 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 a masterpiece. It's from start to finish. There's not a, a dull track. And the songs at the end, Girls of Valor, Keep on Breathing, Now and Forever. You sound like the Scottish Beach Boys on there. Do you know what I mean, though? There is that lushness to it. Yeah, I know. And I think we had... Oh, do you know that album? I'm delighted that it's as strong as it is because sometimes a band... They might reach what they feel is the end of the arc, if you like. Yeah. I, I do think that a lot of bands, that their career is an arc. And and we... we, we I mean, I, I, I read an interview that I did just the other day there and it reminded me of what I'd obviously said during it. And our career spanned the, the 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 actual peak of CD sales into in 2000 into the absolute like the start of the annihilation of of the internet yeah and we and I'm not saying that that, that it wasn't a natural progression that that perhaps our 
our peers, our contemporaries, we're all scratching our heads around about 2002, 2004 and thinking, where's everybody gone? Mm. Because it was this spectacular drop-off in in record sales, but not necessarily interest. And I think a lot of us took it really hard because it felt like the party had maybe, like, it was over. And, and you know, when we were nominated for the Mercury and uh, with the, the, the album in the middle of the Great Eastern in 2000, and that was absolutely lovely to be recognised on that scale. And then, of course, we had Hate, which started as a soundtrack to an artist's... Um, video of his work, um, Joe Coleman, and then Universal Audio, as you very generously talk about it. And, and I do love those albums that came after Great Eastern as well, because I think that they're even more accomplished mm. in some ways. And it's just that the spotlight with entertainment tends to travel very quickly. And if, if it falls on you at all, then brilliant, because it allows more people to, to, to find out who you are. But it's not usually always, you know, consistent with the quality. And, I mean, that's... And is that why do you think that... And do you mind talking... We, I, we, listen, we only met very, very briefly once. I, I, I don't know you personally, but, I, you know, I'm a huge fan. Are you cool talking about the Delgados? Because there are some people that hate to talk about that, you know, the stuff that happened 10, 15 years ago, and just want to focus on now and the future. No, I'm cool to talk about it because I, I feel like... I feel like I, it, it was really, really hard when we split up because mm. it felt like I was suddenly, you know, we, we graduated and we were pretty much within a, a year we were in a band. And then, you know, this happened and it genuinely felt like I was having to leave home. And and I'd, I'd suddenly having to go and find out how to cook for the first time. It was just, it was just that idea that suddenly this this stability that we'd known because we were really lucky to come through the last fairly buoyant period of the music industry yeah. where it was still possible to have a career even if you were an indie band from Glasgow <laughs> and we were still able to go and tour because people were interested enough to invest and help us take our music abroad and that was a real privilege because it can't happen as easily anymore and there are bands now that are friends of ours who are if you like inheriting the industry that is now and they're playing the battlelands and selling it out and the next day they're going back to work wow. and it, the whole thing now has been turned on its head and it's really it's really sad because these bands that are making this great work the internet has has contracted their world it hasn't expanded it it's done the exact opposite and everyone i want everyone wants their music for free now the thought of you know going and paying for an album first of all the thought of getting a whole album instead of just one song for 79 people everyone wants everything for free now yeah and and it's it's hard to it's hard to blame that i don't really like using that word anyway it's it's hard to point the finger at the at you know people to yeah. be honest because we we're we're encouraged in in this culture to to get things for the best value. That that that's the world yeah, we live in. Yeah, it's very very hard to ignore the fact that there's Spotify and you know excuse me for mentioning a commercial you know yeah. venture there, but it is hard to, on the one hand to to encourage people in in you know all over the world to just try and live within their means, and then on the other slap them for for actually not paying a fair price for music. But that 
if I was to be totally honest, is what is ha- now happening. Mm. And for me, the nail in the coffin, the last nail in the coffin for me was when Spotify was made legal. Uh, when when all of these, you know, um, the, the the Napster was the first Napster one, wasn't was it? The yeah. First one. yeah, yeah. I think I think they were probably quieter, less well known platforms before that. I yeah. mean, there's a whole there's a whole history there which I'm I'm quite frightened of even delving into, even though I'm 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 morbidly interested in mm. why it happened. But the the trouble is that that we we devalue. I mean. This uh, artists find it difficult to talk about because they come across as whining. Yeah, <laughs> but the truth of it is that the same interest in music is no longer creating the same income. Mm. Now that is a real problem because there's a gap now, and where that interest translated into that income, which translated into a healthy industry that could invest into the next artist, that has kind of gone. So, Emma, I've got into, I've got a very quick. I've got to play a couple of adverts, then we'll come back. We'll talk yeah. about the new album, In Search of Harperfield, and we'll, we'll plug the tour as well. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. I'm talking to the fantastic Emma Pollock. There are some good adver- adverts are going to play now. Two things you should do, and I, I promise you, you won't regret this. If you want to get it from iTunes or from Amazon, whatever, go and da- go and get buy download the new album, In Search of Harperfield, and also that Delgado's album I mentioned, Universal Audio. Man alive, it's fantastic. And you thought you were invited That you could ring the bell That you had been accepted By the leader of the ring Whose influence we should bring Emma Pollock. That's from her new album, um, and it's it is a fantastic record. What well, it's taken ages, and I kind of troubled you a little bit, Emma, because I would keep you, you. You tweeted it was going to come out last year, and it didn't, and I just kept tapping at your your Twitter um, door. What what took so long? Oh well, um, eh, it, I, yeah, it was. It, you know, <laughs> that's a good. That will do as an answer. Few years. Yeah. I, I didn't say any words there, did I? No, you didn't at all for about 30 seconds. And that works. That works as an answer. It's <laughs> that I, I get the frustration. Oh, yeah. Multiple frustration. Um, because the really stupid thing is that, here, here's the thing, I'm I'm a director of the record company and I'm kind of part owner of the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and And it's not only that, my husband's a producer. So, you know, you put all that together and you think, what? Come on, guys. What, what else are you doing? So, so what? What kind of happened was that? Oh, do you know what? There was a lot of family stuff in the background. Of, yeah. That was that was very difficult at the time. I lost my mum last year. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. There was a thank you. There, there was a a long kind of you know preceding uh, illness, and, and it was it was uh, life. You know, when you're young and you're in your twenties and you're a band, yeah, genuinely feels like you're still you still haven't even gone to school yet because it's. It's it's very um, that you don't really have any dependence, and then ten or fifteen years later, that completely changes. Mm. And I think people in their forties. I mean, I've heard this. I've heard the term sandwich generation, and it's absolutely true. Certainly for me, because you you're in that position where you've got the dependence above and below. Yeah, you've yeah. got children, and you've got your parents, and you want to make sure that everybody's okay. But you're also working at whatever it is that you do 
to try and make it okay, and yet the demands on time and all the rest of it get really tough at that point. And no one says to you when you're younger, we were talking about this the other week on the show, actually, about kind of people getting to, midlife crises is perhaps too strong a phrase, but getting to 40 and questioning, what the hell am I doing? No one says when you're younger, by the way, when you get into your mid-40s, it it might get a little bit tricky. You know, your parents are going to die, your kids might get ill, there's, you you know, it's hard work. Yeah, yeah. And I and I find myself just fantasizing about standing in a field on my own with nothing except, you know, just me just able to walk across it and the phone never rings. That, that just just this really just absolutely just would love to just <laughs> do that. I, so sometimes I just take off. I just take off and I go walking and try and Do you leave do you leave your phone at home or do you t- do you have it in, in your pocket because I I ha- I really would love to be all, rid of Twitter and email and texts and all of that stuff and I just can't do it I'm an addict Yeah I know I I must admit I still take my phone <laughs> There you go you're cheating <laughs> You can use it in case you get lost What is the, it, what what's the the, the the album is stunning and it's beautiful and it's 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 got a real mood to it What is is there is there a connecting theme is there a story yeah, there is actually. Um, it's a lot of it is actually inspired by my family uh, because my family actually it, it, it's a, a pretty bizarre story. But um, my, my entire kind of background has has been kind of set in the context of my mum was adopted uh, and her mum uh, came from Ireland. Uh, so in the thirties, if you fell pregnant out of wedlock, it really wasn't—it it really wasn't great yeah. for, for, for the girl, for the woman. So my my gran was kind of banished actually, and she was sent to Glasgow to have my mum. And though you know, so, so when my mum was born, my gran was kind of—I I don't know exactly what happened, obviously, but. Yeah. She was kind of sent off and my mum was adopted, but the people who were meant to turn up didn't turn up, and so the cleaner of the ward took her home wow. and raised her. And uh, and from that point on, it was it was very much a very difficult relationship because my mum did go find her mum, but it was a difficult relationship. And when they both died on the same day last year, it's ridiculous, my gran was 99. She never quite made it to 100. Um, they both kind of died within five, six hours of each other. Incredible. And they were at opposite ends of the country and they hadn't spoken to each other for ten years. So the album, a lot of it, you know, things like Cannot Keep a Secret, the opening track, a lot of that is actually about um, the idea that my mum wanted to get back over to this town that my my gran had come from. And we'd made the plans and we booked the ferry and, and she was admitted to a hospital before we got there and, and uh, it was it was all just quite sad that, that yeah. a lot of connections that I, I wanted to kind of re- rekindle for her didn't quite manage to do it because she was just so so frail. Uh, so a lot of the past is in there and a lot of the frustration with relationships that we might be absolutely embroiled in but we can't necessarily influence Um a lot of that is in it, you know, as well as lots of... That's the most incredible story. Mm. All of it, from start it's to finish. It's is quite it? ridiculous, you couldn't. You handed that in as a script for a film, they go, yeah, now give us something a bit more believable. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it is. And, and it's, it's um, I guess, 
uh, you know, and, and the real irony is now that a lot of that family, because the, the, the family was quite disconnected as, as a result of, yeah. the, you know, what, what you might call the secret, you know. Um, but now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to kind of make sure that I stay in touch with, with people a bit more. And, but it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to understand how these things happen. I think the reason they happen is, is they feel like small decisions at the time, but they just grow. They reverberate, don't they, through the yeah, family and through history. But there's that, that, isn't it? The Mike Lee film, Secrets and Lies. It's all secrets yeah. and lies. And that, yeah. you know, and it, it, a lot of this stuff. I mean, the stuff I found out about my dad when 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 he died, and about my nan when she died, and that she had had two kids out of wedlock before my mum and her sisters, and they were sent. You know, it, it was. Really? I don't want to say it was common, but um. Yeah, no, you're right. I think I think the it's shame. A lot. Yeah, the shame of we don't want this in our family, so you're yeah. going to go away and come back in six months when that's all done, and. Yeah, and yet, um, there's no denying a life though when it's there because that life grows up, has its own family, and then hundred years down the line, people are asking questions. How are you? Um, this is a quantum leap, but you know, there we go. This is how we do these things, I suppose, in this in this ridiculous business. How are you finding the shows? I came and saw you um, upstairs at the garage, which is a room I'd not stepped in since I was, I don't know, like twenty-one years old when I was in a band. Um, have you, you've done a few little. Were they? Would you call those warm-up gigs? Um, well, do you know, I hadn't played in London for a long time with the band. I mean, I had played in London. I remember I'd said on stage that night. Yeah, this is amazing. Haven't played in London since November, <laughs> <laughs> and I realised at the time what am I saying? I, I was just here to the end of last year. No, but I, I hadn't actually played with the band, and I go back to play London uh, during this tour coming up in May, yeah. and that will hopefully be you know a slightly even more enhanced show because I'm hoping to have strings there as well. Oh. So the, the shows have been lovely, and they're, they're very varied because, and here we go again talking about the music industry, but it's really important these days to just be able to do what you do in lots of different ways. So especially being a solo artist, it yeah. gives you the freedom to say, OK, I think I'll do that one on my own, but I think I'll do this one with a string quartet and backing vocals and a full band, and, and it depends on the situation. It depends on, you know, I'm doing the full... The full Buna at Edinburgh Festival in the mm. summer, but I went to Spain this year and I just did it with one other musician, and that was lovely because oh. it was a really stripped back. So when when you go abroad, Emma, you're a little bit tight and you won't take the full band, and you, so the Spaniards got ripped off. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Emma? You don't care about your Spanish fans, right? We got you sussed. <laughs> Um, the, are you going to record any of these shows? Because I'm, I, 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 you know, you, I, you, I'm working. Unfortunately, on May the twenty fifth, I'm doing this rubbish when you're playing at the O2 Academy in Islington. Are you going to record any of them? Do you know? I, I tend to not record shows because I, I like to just make some um, moments, if you like, that, that yeah. take away with you as a memory. Um, I think I've never been a huge fan of live recordings because I've always felt, well, partly because we own a studio. I mean, I've always been really, really quite, I guess, a real, you know, fan of, of what music can be when you have that time yeah. and you can go in. And a bit like the Beach Boys, that idea that you take something, that take a what might appear to be a simple melody and then, my God, what you can do with that yeah. if you're just given the tools... Um, so I, I guess live recording, um, 
Delgado's, we, we did a live recording of us playing at the fruit market at Celtic Connections yeah. a wee while, well, obviously a long time ago now. And and that that was that, that was good. I listened to that. I listened to that. I, I had, I kind of got the courage together, listened to it and thought... <laughs> Looked yeah. at your baby photos. <laughs> yeah, that that's not bad. So it's a gamble. It's a gamble, I think. But I do really like the idea that it's a, a moment in time. Do you know what? You're right. There's that wonderful picture that, I don't know if it was real or not, but it was doing the rounds, and it was a crowd of people looking behind a barrier watching an event, and they all had their smartphones out taking pictures and filming it. Yeah. And, it and in the middle, there's one old lady, and she's watching it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Th- this has been said a lot now, that we're not experiencing things yeah. anymore. We're just documenting We do it, it through a screen. And my boy, my boy's six and four, and my six-year-old, we, I took him to see the um, the marathon at the weekend just to kind of soak up the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 he was taking pictures of my phone, and after a while I said, right, you give me the phone back now, and we're going to watch them. We're going to yeah. watch these people doing this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In, instead of okay, what angle? Yeah, exactly. No, no one looks at those pictures on their phones anyway. I've got yeah, about I know. 6, I, know. I, I do photographs. I mean, I, I take photographs of uh, the most boring things in the world because, like, like an amp setting. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're such a geek. That's great. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm gonna. We, uh, the, the shows you're doing it starts on Sunday, the first of May in Glasgow. Uh, then it goes to York and Newcastle and Manchester, Cardiff, Leicester, Birmingham on the 18th of May, Liverpool, Sheffield. I'm gonna tweet the link. EmmaPollock.com is the website to go to. I think we might have shifted a couple of albums as well while we've been on there. So oh. that's worth doing. The album is In Search of Harperfield, and it's just. Um, well, it's just a joy. As all three, it's the third one, isn't it? Your third solo album. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and and the funny thing is, that in exactly the same period of time, Delgado's managed to to release five. So <laughs> I've, got, I've got a bit of catching up to do. Pull your finger. Emma, it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. I really appreciate it. No bother. Listen, thanks, Ian. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. There we go. EmmaPollock.com. P O L L O C K dot com is the uh, the place to go. I'm going to tweet it. If you follow me on Twitter, um, at Ian Lee, and I'll put her Twitter handle in as well it's such a nice i mean it's just it, it's, it's magnificent i'm an old man i don't really get excited by album releases anymore okay it doesn't really do anything for me when an album comes out but i've been so excited about this so excited um I'll, I'll do some tweets and some business and bits and pieces in a second so you can go and have a look at that emma pollock thank you so much if you want to give us a call 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number we'll call you back for the next hour or so if you can hear me sounding uncomfortable i've got a terrible cold and when i get a cold i get the worst indigestion as you know i haven't got a sphincter in my throat so i can't um i can't burp i can't do the burp so i'm sitting here just getting all windy pops it's very uncomfortable Talk radio. Oh, a terrible win. Kath, you might have to come in and do the do a significant portion of the show for me, man. Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Alan, Bill, stay there. Speak to you after the news. Terrible wind. But I can't burp. So I've got really bad indigestion. That whole interview, I had to cough up and go. Well, I could see you twitching. I thought Terrible. you were all right. I've had three Zantax. Blimey. Had you spoken to me Saturday afternoon after I took my boys to go and soak up the atmosphere of the marathon, mm-hmm. I would have told you this was an amazing country. Have you been, have you been to watch the marathon? No, I don't, I don't like watching people run. No, it's brilliant. I just took the boys because it was um, cheap. <laughs> and I yeah. thought it would be, be a nice thing to do, to go and soak up the atmosphere. And was uh, it good? 
It was flipping brilliant. Was it? We got off at Embankment. And so my youngest was like filming it. He's into making documentaries now and interviewing us about, well, what is your name? Your dad. How old are you? 42. <laughs> Why are you here? Well, I brought you here. Does it all the time. Um, and we got out Embankment and we, we, we watched people running. And the youngest was excited. Oh, there's Batman. There's Batman again. There's Batman. Do you know what was amazing? And I apologise for sniffing. 0844 499 1000. The clapping never stopped. <laughs> the clap... We're on mile 23, I think, mm-hmm. the, the, the embankment is. The clapping didn't stop once. Everybody, just doing that. And then some people would stop and others would start. And I noticed something else. All the runners have got their names on. Yeah. Right? People were cheering for other people. Come on, Bill. I thought, well, that's nice. They know... And then I realised that the group of lads next to me were just cheering on the people that were like they weren't doing very well. Oh. So they saw someone slowing down. Come on, Steve! <laughs> you can do it! But not any meanness. There was a little bit of meanness when we saw this very muscular man who was probably 50 but wanted to look 24. He looked... Well, he was a white man, mm-hmm. but he looked like a black man in that his fake tan was... It was it strong. Was, it was a strong his tan. His fake tan game was strong. It was the... But he had blonde... It was, he was a white guy... But he looked like um, he was the same colour as a Mars bar. Honestly, it was incredible. It was that. Not like the bodybuilders when they go a bit yeah, creosote. But darker. Yeah, creosote. That mm. was it. He'd been creosoted. They <laughs> laughed at him. But everybody. And then we um, we went a bit further. I'd have to. We, we, and, and most. And then we, we, we went and stood on the bridge. And this old couple, we were kind of behind people. And this old couple said, Do you want the boys to go in front of us? I was like, Yeah, yeah. And the boys went and knelt down in front of them so they could see what was going on. It was brilliant. The spirit was amazing. Yeah. And I don't know. You know. Me, I think people are. I think that is what. The country's really like, though, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh. I'm going to tell you You're two things it. that have happened in the last 30 minutes. Oh. Oh, not last, but that have happened. Right, one is in the last 30 minutes. I had a funny th- moment as well, where I was disapproved of. Oh, yeah. It wasn't my fault. Go on, you, you go first. Jeremy Hunt mm. goes from number 10 to the Department of Health today. It's a journey of 50 yards. How did he get there? Did you go in the car? Got a, got a cab. To avoid the protesters! You snivelling little... Sh- go and walk... If you're so confident... In your argument, walk past them at the very least or address them. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that um, some um, right-wing media outlets are trying to say, well, the, um, the the support for the doctors is waning now. Not in my house, it's not. You keep going, fellas. The other thing You is- keep going, fellas and ladies. You, I trust my children's life with those guys. Mm. I trust their opinion. I've got doctors in the family. I trust their opinion more than I trust that slimy little toad. The other thing I've noticed is it depends who you're listening to, how much, what side of the story you get. And there's a lot of focus on, oh, this is the first time that the junior doctors will not be covering a, a, a emergency. No, because the seniors are in. No one's yeah. mentioning that, yeah. are they? That the seniors are in. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. Because all, they back them. I'm all for those guys. You, you do what you need to do, guys. With your doctors, your doctors for crying out loud! If they think that that is the only way they can go, then we need to listen. Surely. Second thing. Go. They've had a vote in Parliament this evening. Should we allow three thousand refugees in this country? Mm. Their children. 3,000 orphan children. We voted no. We don't want to be. Yeah, well done, guys. Did we? Well done, guys. We voted no. We don't want 3,000 children, refugees, in this country. Well done, guys. That's Great Britain. 
That's great, Britain. No, but for what you. you're talking about there is a select group of MPs. It's not. It's not the general populace. It was is a it? narrow vote by MPs not to offer sanctuary to three thousand lone refugee children because they want to take five thousand. Please say it's that. Well done. That's that's our government, Matt. Oh, hello. You're right. That's our government, Matt. Got a little bit heavy. We can get heavy every now and then. We can do heavy. What you got for us, Matt? Well, um, I was just chatting to uh, Kat, probably while she was in the toilet or something, over Twitter, but um, oh. or grabbing a coffee. Who's Kat? About the whole me. junior oh. doctors. Are you Kat thing. now? You Kat? Sorry, they Kat. can call me whatever they want. Flip it. Eh? All right. Uh, Kat, Kat. Meow, meow. On that side. I know so many people called Kath or Catherine or Kat. I get confused. Does Katie. Can I call you oh. Katie? No, don't. I haven't been Katie since I was about seven. Katarina. No, that's got connotations for okay. me. Okay. Um, Kat, but with K-H-A-T, like the Ethiopian <laughs> drug. <laughs> no. I'm going to call you that and you won't know, Kat. Anyway, Matt. Yes, Matt. Hello, you all right? Oh. Um, I was just picking up on the whole junior doctor thing. You were saying oh, yeah. um, how uh, you kind of like difficult to know the, the various sides of the story. And big chunks of the press have sort of been very silent on it, saying, well, basically nothing like auntie loads of chunks of the press are uh, sort of slagging us off saying we're terrible human beings and everyone's going to die but the exact point that you just made Kath is that the hospital's going to be absolutely teeming with highly experienced consultants so really don't be afraid to get ill <laughs> there'll be pe- people like me um, you know manning the forts in the usual way um, from 8 till whenever I mean, I'm still at work now and I've been here since 8am so you know, we're going to be, uh, we're still going to be looking after people. This show jobs. doesn't normally get very heavy, but I appreciate that. Uh, uh, hang on a minute, are you working now? Uh, well, I'm just. What the hell are you doing work. listening to the light-hearted radio finishing. show? He's just finishing, <laughs> and he offered to get his takeout. He's doing. He's doing. Yeah, a, get your take he's out, doing an operation <laughs> now with the radio well, on. He's gloved <laughs> up. Um, and we, this show doesn't normally get very heavy, but I just, I've just seen this, this thing about Hunt um, getting a cab 50 yards so that he wouldn't have to speak <laughs> to you. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very good for your health to uh, get cabs those short distances. You'd think, being a health secretary, you'd probably get the fresh air and exercise. Do you but, think they're uh, going to win? Listen, we, Matt, we have been, in the last three years, the, the last five years, we have been programmed to hate heroes, OK? We've been programmed to... We've, we've been educated to hate firefighters. We've been ed- uh, educated to hate teachers. Um, don't trust the police. Don't, yeah, don't we, we? We hate quite a lot of the police, actually, as well. Now, I'm not saying you know, but, um, and, and now they're having a crack at doctors. Do you think that 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 they will win, in as much as public will will have disrespect for you because of the rubbish that they're being fed in the papers? So a lot of people don't want to do my job because of that very sort of thing over the past or five years or so. They seem to think we're overpaid and. Your doctors! I I don't get it! Your doctors! Because that's why I heard Jeremy Hunt saying today on the news, he was saying these guys are being offered a a pay increase over the weekend that would see them being paid more than their assistants in theatre, more than police officers, more than the other emergency services. It made, made them sound greedy. So I am, I mean, I am qualified 10, 11 years ago now, and uh, my dad's been a trucker for 42 years now, and my starting salary 10 years ago was about 29 grand, which is more than they are now. <laughs> so they, yeah. their starting salary is about 23. Yeah, none too shabby, but they'll come out of med school with 90 grand's worth of debt. Uh, my um, debt burden was only about 30,000 when I left, 
and I managed to pay it off in about a decade, <laughs> just under that. <laughs> and here's the um, thing, I know that, that, that part of this issue, there, there is an issue about pay and, and, and how some pay brackets are changed and all of this stuff. Do you know what? I don't care. Pay, pay doctors. They're, they're doctors. They're flipping doctors. You, Matt, not you directly, although possibly, but you, you've saved my mum's life. You saved my little boy's life. And I'm, you know, there is probably some chance you'll save my life. You can't pay these guys enough as far as I'm concerned. Probably cu- picked up a couple of cancers this week that hopefully will go on to a to you know get better and, yeah. and stuff and and you know we we oh you're not you're, i mean you mean there's impatience <laughs> well, that's a strange comeback well, yeah well, i mean i have it not yeah. yourself um but you know we you know even us in primary care we are the first port of call for pretty much everything and uh we're expected to find the wheat from the chaff and look for disease amongst the otherwise worried well can um, i ask you that so i'm gonna can i ask you two questions my father-in-law is a doctor i remember asking him hmm. these two questions when we were still alone in an airport line and he, he's a very well-respected cardiologist, and he gave me the filthiest look. I'm hoping that you, you will also give me a filthy look. First question, could you perform an emergency tracheotomy with um, a biro pen? I'd give it a go if it was absolutely necessary. I have been kind of taught to do emergency trackies, but, but uh, invariably you try to avoid making yeah. a but hole. If, you, if you had to, you could make a hole in my throat with a biro pen. I'd need a sharp knife. But yeah, probably. I'm just ramming. What in. was it like? It's difficult, to be honest. What was it like the first time at medical school um, when? Well, my father-in-law. The first thing he ever cut open was a man's head, a dead, <gasps> a dead man's head. You don't start on something get, small. You get the cadaver. No, they go straight in, and it was it was quite early on. He said that they 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 sawed the open first, about the first week, and yeah. it's and it's to make sure that you're tough enough to take it, isn't you it? Dehumanise them, I guess, straight well, away. Well, I am. Um, yeah, we had a cadaver, and I found out his name after two oh. years. You all do, and you you walk in within the first week at uni with thirty or forty bodies of people who've donated the. You know, they've made the ultimate kind of gift at the end of their life wow. is to train us to go on to hopefully make a difference to society, and it's something very humbling. But yeah, but you basically spend two years dismantling the yeah. person. So you have the same person for two years. Well, yeah, we, we did at uni at my uni. They're very well preserved, but you know, they die. In, in, in this case, that person probably died in 1999 and or 2000. They spend about a year or so preserving them wow i don't know quite understand how and then we spend sort of 18 months to two years gradually dissecting them in order to learn about the human body it's the ultimate gift really yeah i mean it's the sort of thing i'll probably end up doing if they'll have me you know really because i knew medics and sometimes i mean i know one of the nicer things they did was send it a christmas card Oh, well, then, well, yes, I don't you, think I've, you've got to have a sense of I don't of think humor. we ever did that, but um, I, I did have someone accidentally swallow some subcutaneous fat oh. that flew through the air <laughs> and someone slipped. Um, and we called her Hannibal for at least six months afterwards. <laughs> Matt, uh, but anyway. one final question as a doctor. I can't burp, and I've got terrible indigestion. I mean, really, I'm so uncomfortable now. Catherine can see me squirming. Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Well, you, are you doing a lot of Rennies at the minute, or, or other drugs are available? I'm, I'm on Zantax. I've had, I've had three Zantac. That's probably a bit too many, isn't it? Uh, I'm, it depends what size of doses. I mean, there are lots... Of, I can't really give medical advice over the phone. No, of course not. Other, but... other antacids available. Right. Um, and, 
you know, it might be worth just having a chat with your doctor when you get the opportunity. Yeah, when you lot get off strike, you lazy gets. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm doing a 17-hour day tomorrow, so it, it won't nah. be me, but it would just be my junior colleagues. But. Nah, on, on behalf of my mum, who you saved, and my little boy, thank you very much. We, uh, you guys, you know, we can't pay you enough. Thank you, Matt. Cheers. Bye now. Cheers, mate. Take care. Ta-ta. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. There we good. go. He deflected that. Didn't you he? do that. You do that. LB- LBC talking about it. Ooh, so tell us about the um, why we should. Well, I don't like doctors because they're going on strike. Ever saw a man's head open? That's how we do it on talk. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want, interesting. Going back to um, um, Emma Pollock. Yes. Which will be in. The, she'll be in the podcast. That fan, do you hear it there? Blimey, yeah. Yeah, it's coming, but I can't do a burp. Gosh. I, I, might have I can't burp on demand. I might have to put my fingers down my throat during the next Don't news. do it in here. I won't. I have to do it over a toilet. There's a very strong chance I will throw up. Oh, God. But then I also think it's that that makes me lose my voice. Well, because of the acid. Oh. Um, family secrets. It's all secrets and lies. And who mm. says that in that film? Don't know. I've never it, seen it. She says it. Oh, it's a good one. It's a good one. One of his sort of like mid to late 80s films that kind of got lost. Um, it, she's, Brenda Blethyn says it to Diane Louise Jordan. Yeah, I know, she's in it. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Is she? Yeah. It's all secrets and lies. Diane Louise Jordan? Yes. No. Yes. She's not. Secrets and lies. It's all secrets and lies. It's brilliant. Blue Peter's Diane Louise yes. Jordan. Shut up. Totes. Uh, if you want to tell us your family secrets and lies. I've got one. Go on. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Someone in my family got sent to prison for breach of promise. Oh yeah. That means get knocking someone up and refusing to marry them. Oh yeah. When, when did your dad get released? <laughs> it wasn't my dad. When did your mum get oh, released? I think it was one of my great grandfathers. That was the uh, that was the story anyway. Great granddad. When my dad went died. away for ages, came back. His eldest child was quite a lot older. Then they got married. Oh, disgusting. So obviously he thought better of it. Um. When my, we've lost Bill, do you want to get Bill back? When my dad died, no, when my nan died, um, we found out that there were two other aunts. Met one of them. Didn't get on with her. You can call me Auntie, whatever her name was. Oh, you can call me Auntie yeah. Alice. Saying I it went, doesn't make it so, does I it? I went, yeah, I've just met you, Alice. I'm going to stick with that. You call me, been watching you on the TV for a long time. You call me Auntie Alice. I said, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Partly because I'm 37. <laughs> And, um, um, partly because I've literally just met you and that's the first thing you've ever said to me. Mm. Odd, isn't it? Also, I th- we, we... Should I be saying this stuff on the radio? I don't know if my... You don't have to say exactly who it is. Okay. I don't think, um, that the... F- I don't think that the... F- I think we found out that the father of a, a man very close to me is not his dad. Right. It's another another dad. Mm, I think I started researching the family tree because there's a lot of unanswered questions. No, well, you know when that all came out, that uh, what's it called, genes reunited and all that bullshit. That was just for people called Eugene. Well, it turns out, yeah. But Eugene. I was, but I was looking because there's family members who've gone astray in the past and um, existing and elderly family members who would like to know what happened to them. Uh, so I was looking into it and I found a number of very uh, odd things. One that I had like a great, 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 great grandmother called Edwig. Is that a woman's name? And another one yeah. that um, one of them appeared to be being raised by their grandmother, not their mother. 
and the sister was actually the there's mother. There's a lot of that going there's on. There's a lot of that. You could, do, you could get away with that stuff because there was no Facebook. My sister's tweeted, someone in my family got in trouble for drawing all over the boy from next door with felt-tip pens. Well, that was either me or her. It must have been her. I don't remember doing that. Secrets and lies. It's all off. coming out now. It's all, it's all secrets and lies. Diane Louise Jordan. I had some boys next door, Simon and Matthew. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I was, wasn't very old. And there was a little bit of a kerfuffle when I went into Simon and Matthew's mum and asked whether I could wee in the grid like them. Apparently it's not done. Alan? Hi, Ian. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Pointless. This Saturday. My Pointless is on this Saturday. Yeah. BBC One. BBC One, Alan. With Keith Chegwin as well. Me and Cheggers. I'm a yeah. little bit racist in it. Not yeah, on purpose. It, it was a bit naughty, Cheggers, wasn't no, it? No, I am. I'm a bit. I make a racist. No, I just. You jump to a, a, a racist a conclusion that only a racist could jump to. <gasps> I gave an answer, and, which I was confident was the winning answer, because but I was overthinking it. The answers there are easy, and um, it turned out the answer I gave was uh, casual racism at its worst. Well, a racist would give you one hundred points. Um. No, it, it uh, gave me a stern look from, um, Alex, what's his name? Zander. Alexander Armstrong. Yeah. But you still won, which says a lot about the BBC. Spoiler alert, you absolute cheese. <laughs> I mean, won these in terms people, of not being locked up. These people didn't know for that I, I won. Or did, did I? Or did I win? Or that? did he? Or did I? <laughs> have I? Have I got an absolute, um, um, absolute, have I got um, a pointless trophy at home on my son's windowsill? It's a very good question. Maybe I'll bring it I in. Maybe if... on demand as well. Go on then. Can you burp the alphabet? <laughs> You're going to chuck up. Um, that's the ABC. <laughs> your burping voice is actually better than, than better than your speaking voice. Alright, and I'm on Periscope as well, because I've got a news name which is good. Ordinity. Apparently it was me, I drew all over Andrew Carvey and his mum went mad. They would do, they, they were posh. You've drawn on me, so I can believe it, you've got form. Did I really? I don't remember that. I bet I knew what you do drew. Do you know why I don't remember it? Because me drawing on him would have been a kind of abuse to me, so I've blocked it out. That's what they do, trauma. Trauma, blocked it out. I bet I know what you drew. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have drawn that then. I wouldn't have drawn a crying cactus. Alan, what you got for us, buddy? I'm talking about the junior doctors. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> We've got all LBC. My mother works in the NHS. Oh, dear. He works with the union. As a hospital administrator. Yeah. And he's currently on a conference in Brighton. Oh. And, and he had a visit from Jeremy Corbyn. These are all facts. <laughs> I'm just wait. I'm, just, I'm trying to put these facts together into um, uh, what we we call a narrative. <laughs> but Jeremy Hunt, I think he's the brave protesters over thinking in his taxi to the hospital. Are you saying, Alan, that with your brother being on a jolly in Brighton, that, that doctors are lazy? No, he works as an administrator. Right. Could Not he, all could, doctors are lazy. Could I mean, but senior doctors can afford a round of golf. But it's, it's thanks to the junior doctors that keep the hospitals working. Well, or in the case of tomorrow, the senior doctors. So the doctors. OK, so they miss a game of golf. It's a small price to pay for the health of a country. 
Who, what? I'm so confused. Where's golf come from? Wow! Me and Andrew, oh, this is insane! My sister is telling me more and more of this story. I, okay. You both got naked and grew on each other. Oh, wow. I do I not. I need to take this to a DM. No, I do not. I do not remember that. <laughs> Where did he draw? Don't tell me. Well, it all over. Joe, really? Why would you... Is this... Are you doing a prank like when my mum told me my middle name was Gaylord? Is that what you're doing? Because <laughs> that is out of order. Gosh. You you eating... Have you ever got naked with another man and drawn on him, Alan? No, I would have... Nah, me brother would have. Yeah. Is that why he's in Brighton? Is that what he's up to? <laughs> well, he is gay. There we go, there we go, there we go. We got there in the end. There was a story. And I'm not laughing. Because it's not funny. People want to get naked and draw all over each other <laughs> in a padding Just the way he went, my brother would have. Because that's, that's... That's what they do. That's how he can accept his brother being gay, by thinking all they do is get naked and draw on each other. If he imagines the actual act, he would be disgusted and shocked beyond belief, and he, he would not be able to look his brother in, any, in the eye. God bless him. Bill! Hello, mate. Hello, Bill. How's life? You, you, not not brilliant. Okay, okay. Well, we have good and we have the bad. And he's gone. <laughs> just got a bit worse. He just went. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. What have we talked about today? Can you have a little recap while I uh, today we've breathe? talked about getting naked and drawing on each other. Yep. Secrets and lies. It's all secrets and lies, Diane Louise Jordan. I don't believe it's Diane Louise Jordan. It is. I'm going to have to look it up. You think I'm being racist again? No, I don't. But I just don't see. Black woman. I just don't see. A, I don't just don't see no. her like like that. No. She's an actress. Is she? All kids' TV presenters are actors. Well, you say that. Of course they are. I've seen Derek Griffiths. Is um... Hamlet. <laughs> What did you do to celebrate Shakespeare being dead? I read Sonnet 116. Oh, yeah, go To myself. <laughs> Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediment. Oh, don't. Because he is rubbish, Oh, no, he's this not. Is this is no, the thing. No, no. I think that teachers, a lot of teachers are rubbish. My, I had a brilliant teacher who had no place in the comprehensive system. John? Hello? Shakespeare's rubbish, isn't it? Well, I haven't been listening to that. I want to talk about the NHS. Away you go, Jonathan. Looking forward to this. I just want to say I love that call with that doctor about the NHS. You know, when I go in, they always have a bit of banter with me. You know, I love a bit of banter me with the NHS staff. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not the last time. I think when you're having an enema, they don't really want to know. No. But, um... Uh, yeah, no, I love them. I think I think they're great. They're doing a lovely job. So uh, lovely call that was. Um, and the, the, the Emma Pollock, Emma Pollock. Yes. The name. Yes. It's a bit close in it to a naughty one, but anyway. Um, Bummer. I'm, Bummer Pollock. Sorry? Is that what, is that no. Enema Pollock? And you know, you downstairs left piece. Do you know what I'm saying? What about your right piece? Well, that one's that one's not here anymore. But we'll we'll move on. Did you when 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 men lose or have a testicle removed, right? Yes. And it's amazing uh, that you can get a prosthetic one. Please. I was going to ask. Yeah, you can no, get one of them. You can get a rubber one. And do you know I what? Don't... Mine 
are such a mess. <laughs> anyway, it would look tidier with one gone. So if it ever has to go, and I pray to God it doesn't, of course. I don't know, people have been through. Um, and it's amazing now that we can talk about testicular cancer. And it used to kill loads of people. Now mm. it doesn't kill anywhere near as many people because we know about it and they can treat it quickly. Boom, they're in. They're in. You all feel around, don't you? Simple as that. Exactly. And if they say, well, Mr Lee, would you like another ball? I say, do you know what? I'm going to leave it at one. Could yeah, a disco ball. You, could you could you Velcro it? Oh, what? Removable? So that if if mm. I want to put one in, I can put it in. Or a zip. God. But if I want to put, like, two in, so I've got three... What for? Juggling. <laughs> Pocket billiards. <laughs> yeah, it's got John all excited, isn't it? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, please do. Um, what have we talked about this evening? Well, we've talked about uh, music, of course, with Emma Pollock, um, the doctor's strike, the fact that we have um, our country has voted not to um, allow three thousand orphan refugees to, uh, or, or, or not necessarily orphans, but young children to come into this country. Great work, guys. Feeling proud of yourself, huh? Huh? Proud to be British, guys? Really? Um, any tips on how to burp would be gratefully appreciated. Because I can't burp. I haven't got a sphincter in my mouth at the moment, so I can't do it. Just simply can't do it. Now, I like the Star. The Star is Britain's greatest newspaper, and I don't, I couldn't find it before the show. I've got it here. So let's go through the Star live, shall we? L- front, front page. Lust crazed prince's secret sex dungeon well i i would i would be surprised if prince didn't have a secret sex dungeon i suspect it's not that secret i expect anybody who went to um paisley park is that what it's called would uh would have seen his sex dungeon we all know he was a little bit dodgy bodsky kinky rock legend prince had a secret sex lair where he would lock up lovers and demand to be called God. Full story, page seven. I'm in. Prince's Purple Pain. Oh, clever. Sex dungeon. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. And then to illustrate this, there's a picture of Prince with a caption, Prince was hooked on sex. Then there's a picture of um, some buttocks. Um, and some handcuffs with the line, a bondage beauty. And then there's a picture of some heels, high-heeled shoes, handcuffed together with the uh, caption, bizarre. Cuffs and heels. Prince was addicted to sex parties where he locked up women in dungeons, whipped them, and demanded they call him God. He once took a teen girlfriend's virginity and insisted she make sex available whenever he wanted. The singer took her to themed sex rooms kitted out with cages, chains and whips. 
she said, she said, I was also filmed having sex with Prince. The filming occurred without my permission. Prince informed me that he took sexual relations very seriously. Pri oh, here we go. Here we go. Prince had contested her allegations at the time, saying they were totally false. Oh, so now he's dead. Now he's dead, the stories can come out. Uh, oh, dear. Sad, then. Uh, yes, Rory? Oh, hi, Ian. Hey, Rory. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Good to see you. Good. No, I can't see you. It's the video. Um, it's not Diane Louise Jordan in Secrets and Lies. You sure? Yeah. It's yeah. Marianne Jean Baptiste. But and, and that's not. But that and it's not me being a racist because Diane Louise Jordan is in High Hopes. Which is is that a Mike Lee film? Yes. Oh, really? I've never seen that. She's in that one. And who is she in that? I think she um, does. She not work in a chemist's. Oh, I haven't seen that. Secrets and Lies is good, though, isn't it? Secrets and Lies is... It's all secrets and lies. Yeah. In fact, and, I'm going to have to try and watch that. I, I, I wonder if it's on Netflix or something, because I wouldn't did, mind a bit of that this week. Did you cry when you watched it? Is that the one where the Irish fella's going out with a girlfriend and she's got a willy? Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's the, um, the crying game. Ah, OK. In that case, I don't remember what happens in Secrets and Lies, so don't tell me. Oh, OK. I just remember it's seeing a willy. Yeah. Do you know he improvises all his films, Mike Lee? Yeah, I know. I studied it. I did, um, I, stu I studied him at college, oh, for the whole thing, for a bit. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, all of his films, they spend months and months getting, you know, kind of building their characters and getting into yeah. it. And, um, then they, they kind of improvise it. And then when they have a, a kind of loose-ish plot and kind of a script, they then go and film it. Yeah, yeah. I'd and yet be. he gets all the credit for it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that he gets fair? the Oscars. Is that fair? I, I've not seen a Mike Lee film for years, because I think he's a little bit boring now. Oh, yeah, I think the last one was a bit boring. The one with James Corden in it is a bit boring. Oh, uh, well... Where James I... Corden has a heart attack. Really? Yeah. Well, I've not seen that. Um, uh... Fat boy in a council state, and he has a heart attack. Oh, sorry if that's a spoiler. <laughs> is that the end of the film? Um, probably, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I, I the best Mike Lee film of all time, of course, is... Um... Six to nine. Nuts in May. Oh, right. Oh, I haven't. Is that the one where they're up the tree? The man and woman are up the tree? No? Y yeah, probably. They go camping. Yeah, they'll be up a tree at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen that one. It's the best one. Um, uh, 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 it is Keith. Keith. You should get Mike Lee on and talk. I bet you will. Come on. Oh, uh, he's probably in bed by nine o'clock. Yeah, he's getting on a bit. Uh, yeah, oh, for Mike Lee. Yeah. No, not for Mike Lee. Always got Oscars and money. Someone is suggesting I drink milk to make myself burp. Oh, um, baking soda. Baking soda is good. A teaspoonful of baking soda and water. But it won't good. work. It won't work. I can drink fizzy pop, and I, I what the only thing that that will will burp, make me burp is if I put my fingers down my throat, which I will do during the news at midnight, and waggle. Hmm. Then you've got to be careful. I'm sure. What? Well, you know. No, what? I haven't got one. I'm a man. <laughs> there we go. We got, we got a laugh. Thank you, Roy. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back at the minute. Uh, at the moment. It was so nice 
going to see the London Marathon. And we stayed there for about an hour. And we walked along a bit. And, um, you know, the boys were very patient and they thoroughly enjoyed it. But being part of that, I'm not, I don't really get, you know, I'm a miserable loner. I hate people. But because I'm shy and insecure and I hate myself. Um, but being part of this crowd and just clapping and encu- encouraging strangers to push themselves. Come on, Steve! Come on, Steve! Marathons are quite easy, aren't they? Have I got this right? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I remember when the first London Marathon started, I think it was, was it 35 years ago? I think, 35, 36 years ago. So, I would have been at seven. I remember, I remember it was seven or eight. I remember watching it at home. And there were, there weren't that many people in it. And there was a big thing about the pasta parties they'd have the night before where you'd eat that so you'd, you'd have like energy and the training, the amount of training. And for years and years, people had to train and train to go and run in marathons. Nowadays, anyone can do it. And people, so loads of people don't train, they just do it. There were people walking. Now, I could walk 26 miles with my headphones on, getting free water. Speaking of water, did you see that... Robert, did you see that family that nicked all that water? <laughs> yeah, I bought a load of them. When did you become Robert? Um, rebranding. Yeah, good idea, good idea. We may have to do that here soon. Um, yeah, they were nicking water. Well, that That is Britain, in a nutshell. And there's people doing stuff for charity, and technically they're taking... Like, the the goods that are there for people doing good causes away. So, technically, they're the most evil people in the world. No, you know who the most evil people in the world are, and I'll tell you this. Do you know who? Uh, go on, you go first. The the scumbags that leave um, bags full of toys and jumpers outside charity shops at night time. Yes. Those people make me want to puke. Go during office hours. Take it in. Yes, we all have the fear of going into a charity shop, them looking at it going, no thanks. Nothing more humiliating than walking out of a charity shop. But, with your bag still in there, but don't leave it outside afterwards. And then people, then you know, of course, we've all rifled through those bags, haven't we? Hoping to find a good VHS. And that is weird, because then you walk down the street the next day and there's, like, jumper, a trainer, <laughs> and then a few feet later there's, like, a skirt, what they thought. <laughs> nah. I've got enough. Which animal... Which... I'm going to rephrase that. I only found this out... Re- oh, no, actually, I found this out about a year ago, and I keep forgetting to um, to use this fact, Rob Robert. Yes. What's the biggest feathered creature... Uh, ostrich? No, no. Uh, I don't know. I would have said ostrich. Eagle. No. It's a big eagle. We, well, ostrich is bigger than an eagle. Yeah, but Don Emily, he's a big eagle. Yeah, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Go on. Dinosaurs. They're not alive anymore, though. No, but dinosaurs used to have feathers. What are you drinking? It's like that one in Jurassic Park. Sorry? In Jurassic Park, remember, he falls down the well. Never seen it. I mean, never seen... What? Never seen it. 
How can you never... Your kids would love that. Uh, do the special effects still look good or rubbish? The first one's very good. The new one's not too bad either. No. I'd watch it, because I don't know how scared they'd get, but... Well. But, yeah, there is feathers on one of them in there. Okay, so you knew that. All right, well, that's that's disappointing. Cool. Anything else, Robert? Just a quick one, Shakespeare. It's all down to the performance. <laughs> I would like one minute to try and just... Because I did this at um, drama school. Yeah. So, one minute, if I do not convince you... Okay. Okay? Yeah. So, this is from where Ludwig enters the room. Yeah, Ludwig. He's Greta. What play? What? Um, what play? Just put you a little bit of thinking time there, Robert. Advancio. It's one of the sonnets. Okay? Yep. <clears throat> Into character. Deeply dippy by the curls you got, my lord. Deeply dippy, hot for the curse you got. Deeply dippy, bad the fun we had. Oh, deeply mad. Mad for the fun we had. Oh, and I'm Whoa. sorry, we're out of time. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you call between now and 12, we will call you back. It's as simple as that. Kind of a slow start to the week. Indulge me. I've got a terrible cold, and when I get a cold, I get terrible indigestion. And um, because I can't burp, I'm really uncomfortable. It's because I swallow a lot, and as I'm talking, all this air's going down, and um, thoroughly uncomfortable. There's a fella here. There we go, the marathon. I, I enjoyed it. I had a, we had a, a, a nice day out in London. We went to um, Downing Street. Those police officers at Downing Street are a charm. Have you ever spoken to those guys? They're not plebs. They were great. They saw me with the boys. They started talking to the boys. Come on, do you want to go see the Prime Minister? Well, you can only come in if you've got, if you've got some sweets to give him. I said, well, you've got no sweets to give to that man. Um, and they were talking and we were chatting and we took some nice pictures and stuff. We had a great day out. But the thing about the marathon is it, it is easy to do now because back in the day you had to train and train and train and run and run and run. Okay, But now everybody does it in a costume. And they do, there's the Smurf. I saw the Smurf. I saw the Smurf. Alex, he ran past me. There's a, there's a Chinese fella carrying a cross, you know, like Jesus. One one runner carries a heavy burden. He's doing it barefoot like Bud as well, as a tribute to Zola Bud. Um, what? But the, the thing is, right, why would you, I mean, why would you do that? Um, Rosie's on the line. Yes, Rosie. Hello. Hello, Rosie. Did you know what that, that guy that was talking, the last caller, did you know what he was on about? Not a clue. Did Deeply Dippy. Well, he said it was Shakespeare. Do you remember the song? It was Right Said Fred. I don't really know Shakespeare very well. No, it's not Shakespeare, is it? <laughs> it's Right Said Fred. No, I, don't, I don't know. So I, don't I used know. to like that, that that group. And I can't burp either. I, I'm quite oh, glad to find it. someone else who can't burp. I absolutely hate it. More that you can't? Oh, I nearly did then as well, and I just can't do it. No, I've never done it. Um, neither of my parents did it. But my brother could do it. He used to do um, place names. Oh, really? You know, like Uxbridge with the... I can't do it, yeah. but, you know. 
That guy who was on earlier, he would have been able to do I it. like people who can say rollocks when and they burp. Oxford and stuff. Yeah. I like swearing when they burp. <laughs> but I can't do it. And I used to get teased, like... <laughs> teased at school all because I couldn't burp. Yeah, you do. You do get left out, don't you? Like yeah. Burping contests, sleepovers. Yeah. So I tried to do it. I used to introduce the other option. I c- yeah, I can fart like nobody's business. <laughs> On, on command. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, I once charmed a girl by doing that. She was so impressed. I mean, we went out with each other for eight years. She was so impressed by my um, really? my abilities to do that. But you I have cannot... no sense of smell then. No, no, none whatsoever. <laughs> Which apparently, hey, so I was reading on Twitter this week, right? There's a thing, and I can't think what it's called. Abstasia or something. It's where um, if I say to you, Rosie, yeah. picture an elephant. You can see an elephant, can't you? Yeah. And make it pink, and now you see a pink elephant. There okay. are people that don't think in pictures. They can't think in pictures. And is that what it's called, Upstasia? It's, well, it, it sounds something like... something like that. It's not exactly that. Okay. Oh, I might look that up. And it's the weird... And apparently, it's not, I mean, it's not like massively common, but there'll, there'll be people listening to this show now. Hang on a second, that's... Um... Stretching things a bit. But there's a strong chance there'll be people listening to this show now who cannot think in um, pictures, pictures. which is the craziest, craziest thing. Yeah, I'm just typing You're Googling it now, isn't it? Yeah, I'm Googling it. Google it, why not? There you go. I just Googled feathers on dinosaurs. Oh, aphantasia, a life without mental images. Yeah, how heartbreaking is that? Yeah. When I, you know... Uh, uh, oh, that'd be horrible. Well, but when you think... Well, right, when I think of my like my nan's face, right? My nan's been there for a while. So when I think of my nan's face, I wonder how close it is to her actual face. Or is it like Chinese whispers? And yeah. in my mind's eye, the face has changed over years. So how many years is that since she's gone? Oh, I don't know, ten years, something like that? Yeah. So it must have changed a little bit in my head. Yeah, same mine actually. Two thousand and six. No. Oh look, there's a fake Nick Abbott. Oh guys. <laughs> I don't know what Nick Abbott looks like. Well, he, he looks exactly as you'd imagine. Anyway, I'm blocking. I fake... like JBS then. Oh god. <laughs> blocking fake Nick Abbott. <laughs> All right, Rosie. Thank you for that. Oh, you're very welcome. Tata, have a good night. There we go. There we are. Slow shot, and I don't mind that. I don't mind that. We'll, be ta- we'll have a little recap after midnight if you've missed what we've um, been talking about. You, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of do it. Um, there's a fella dressed as a rhino. Now, why? I mean, if you want to raise money, just you know, have a picture of a rhino on your back, or just write a check. It'd be my option. I get loads of people saying, so when are you going to do the marathon? Never going to do it. Literally no desire whatsoever to put myself in that awful situation. I can't think of anything worse. Oh, wait, 444-499-1000. If you did it, I have nothing, um, I just have nothing but respect for you. Let me see, is that statement true? Um, no, I don't know if I even respect you, because you've got a medal... I saw the medal. You've got a medal, and you can—you'll be banging on all week. Well, it's the marathon. I mean, it was—it was two minutes slower than the, last year, but it was still sub three and a half. Oh, 
Just write a check. Be easier, wouldn't it? Tim Peaks was doing it in space, but that's that is completely cheating because there's weightlessness, so it would it would be easier to do. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Here we go. This is what it's all about. You know what's going to happen, guys? It's going to snow. That's what's going to happen. Again? It's going to snow. Britain faces a near-record spring cold spell with icy winds, sleet and snow. It was half cold the other night, actually, in bed. It was freezing. Temperatures... I apologise, I keep sniffing, but I'm so bummed up. Temperatures will stay well below average, dipping to minus five degrees at night in places. But Arctic gales will make it feel closer to minus ten. People... Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you, you Saharan sods. People are being warned to expect breathing problems as polluted air sweeps up from the Sahara 3,000 miles away. Met Office forecaster Tom Crocker... Yeah, Tom Crocker... Said it's going to continue with the cold, showery. Th- it's not going. It's not going to snow in April. Are we in April? We're nearly May. Don't you remember there was a story last week saying it was going to snow at the London Marathon, and I saw yeah. not a single bit of snow there. No, I bumped. I bumped into a weather girl the day before the London Marathon. I said, "Oh, is it going to snow?" And she said, "No, it's not. That's a myth." We had a weatherman on our Friday show, and he said, "No, nah, it's not going to snow." Yeah, it's not going to snow. Of course, it's not. Well, it didn't. Is the thing. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine. 1,000. Front page of the, um... Oh! Front page of the Daily Mail. Uh, Kylie Minogue has got curly hair. Well, that's that, guys. That's that done, then. She's got curly hair again, like she had, um, in the 80s. Woman, rich, beautiful woman, gets new haircut. Front page. Front page. Flippin' heck. I mean, really. You reckon you'd get the front page if you shave your beard off one day? No, mate. No. Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. I'm, I'm a man with a bid now. Although I did nearly shave it off today, actually, just to reset it to start again. So the marathon was a joyous experience for many people. Particularly for this family here. The marathon looters. They grab hundreds of water bottles meant for the race runners. I say... Oh, there was a brilliant um, vine. I don't know if you saw the vine. 0844-499-1000. Of... Um, um, it was a fella who had his hand out giving high fives to people, but every time a runner went to high five him, he pulled his hand away. Oh, it's very funny. Naughty, naughty. I mean, naughty, but funny. Looters used shopping trolleys to steal hundreds of bottle, bottles of water meant for London uh, Marathon runners yesterday. Well, flipping it, they are. They're loading up trolleys. That's incredible. Video footage shows dozens of people, including children, grabbing... No, he should say, video footage shows dozens of people, including mums and dads. That would be more shocking. Grabbing pallets of water bottles intended for thirsty runners around the eight-mile mark of the race. That's why some people didn't make it past eight miles. They're thirsty. At least one race marshal stands by, apparently helpless, as onlookers descend on the water station. The theft of the Buxton mineral water, described as disappointing by marathon organisers, appears to have happened during the later stages of the race. Um, so hang on, what, 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 is the story that loads of people have run past at that point? You're not going to get thirsty after eight miles? Flipping heck. If you're drinking water eight miles, you shouldn't be doing the marathon at all. Parents and children can be seen reaching into crates filled with multi-packs of bottled water... 
and putting them into three-wheel shopping um, trolleys, large plastic shopping bags, and on the top of pushchairs. Some people are seen pushing over the top of each other, grabbing what they can. The incident seems to have been filmed by one of the water station volunteers and posted on uh, uh, on Facebook. Speaking in the video, the man says, obviously hard times in Deptford. I mean, guys, really, in the great scheme of things, there was some water. And they took it. They were giving it out to the people that were running, so there was free water around. I, I, I think I respect these guys more than the people that did the running. It's water. They were thirsty. The vote- here we go. And this is this is why they think it's a story, right? When it isn't actually really anything at all. The footage provoked angry reaction on social media, the home of the righteous, self-righteous little so-and-sos. People on Twitter and Facebook are so full of themselves. I mean, it really is just um, hideous. The video, one user posted, hang on a minute, best ending of a song ever. Hang on, we go. Hang on. One user posted, That video of people in Deptford pinching all the water for the hashtag London Marathon is absolutely vile. They should be ashamed of themselves. Another said, Wow, that video of the locals in Deptford stealing bottled water meant to be for the marathon runners? Animals. A third said, "Why, Why steal the marathon runners' water? How about you chill out at home... And just open your cold tap. How about you keep your beak out of other people's drinking business? Talk Radio. Okay, last hour of the show, we will take your calls straight to air, and um, hopefully Kath will come back and join us. 0844 499 1000. Don't dial yet, but store it in your phones, and um, we will uh, uh, open up the phone lines just after midnight. You can also follow me on Twitter if you want, at Ian Lee, and you can watch. The Frivolity and the Japes. Periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. I-A-I-N-L-E-E. Here's the news. Adrian's got it right on Twitter. Um, he says, it was left over, uh, left over after a race. At a quid a bottle, who's the thief? The company weren't going to pick it. I mean, do you remember when, I think it was Coke started, or the, the company that owns Coke started selling bottled water. And then they found out that it was coming out of a tap from their factory in, in Swindon or something. Do you remember that? That actually happened. Evening, dear listener, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. The way it works now is slightly different to the rest of the show. I sit here and I shall talk to myself. But I'm struggling tonight. I've got a terrible cold, terrible indigestion. I really don't feel very good at all. I've had a really crappy day. Do you know what I mean? Just awful, really. Um, so I could do with a little bit of help. So, would you mind, dear listener, it, could you switch the uh, outer lights off, please? Thank you. Calling up and doing whatever you want to do. You can phone up for a chat. You can phone up and make a silly noise. You can phone up and do anything you fancy. Very simple. You dial 0844 499 1000. 0844 499 1000. Calls got seven pence a minute plus your access charge. Significantly more from uh, portable telephones. They call them mobiles. That's the fella. Um, and you come straight to air. Simple as that. You can come on and do anything that you want. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. 
Water seems to be the theme of the show this evening. Those are free bottles of water. People were taking them. Yeah, beautiful. Why not? Oh, la, 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 la. here we go. I know this girl. There we go. The other uh, watery story of the day. Wanted the 4x4 puddle splasher who soaks walkers just for fun. Come on, guys. Is there nothing we can do? Um, um, are we t- is, is Talk Radio News really telling folk there's no emergency NHS care tomorrow? Yes, there is, isn't there? Is that what we said? I was too busy trying to make myself burp. Yes, there is NHS care. An emergency care tomorrow. Of course there is, you idiot. So who said, who's saying that there isn't? If our news is saying that, then our news is bullshine. Dearie, dearie me. I've got nothing but um, 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 admiration and love for those doctors. Give them, why, do, why don't we just give doctors double? Let's just keep, they're, they're flipping doctors for crying out loud. Wanted. The 4 by 4 puddle splasher who soaks walkers just for fun. The culprit is a serial offender who strikes without warning and shows no remorse. He's not a rapist. Right? He's not a predatory paedophile. Which I think... I don't want to say we have degrees of paedophilia, but it, I think it would be safe to say that um, all the Jayhawks have got a new album, have they? Have they really? Well, well, well. Um, the predatory paedophiles are the worst kind of paedophiles. It's just a bloke who drives through puddles and splashes people. We've all done it. Have we done it by accident or deliberately? Uh, Maybe once I've done it deliberately. The culprit is a serial offender who strikes without warning and shows no sign of remorse. And so far, the mystery puddle splasher of Kentish Town, North London, has managed to evade police attempts to catch them. The yob who drives... um, a Toyota 4x4 has struck countless times over the past few months whenever there has been a period of heavy rain in the North London borough. This is an actual news story. Um, and this it's happened to someone I, I used to work with. Isn't that funny? Police believe the motorist cruises the streets, don't we all? For fun, again, don't we all? Looking for puddles on the roadside and pedestrian victims near them and then deliberately drives close to the curb in order to give them a soaking. But until the most recent incident, which was caught on camera by former Channel 4 newsreader Zora Suleiman, she's doing me on Channel 4, she's doing rise with me. Officers investigating the incidents did not even have a car registration to work with. Then they got the, the Miss... What? Hang on a minute. Miss Suleiman, I don't think she is. Miss Suleiman, 36, a news... She's not 36. Is she six years younger than me? No. A newsreader on Talk Sport Radio. No, she's on LBC. Does she work here as well? Said the car drove past and splashed people at a bus stop and then did a Yui to do it again. She added... There was a little... Oh, come on, Zora. Guys. Guys. Am I... This is not... Really? Am I... Oh, wait, 444 Am I really, um... The only one thinking... 
this used to be fun. There was a little old lady next to me, and this car came up really close to the curb, splashing everyone. Then I saw him stop, and I thought, oh my God, he's going to do it again. Are you there, line one? The one night we could really do with the phone system working. Um, what a surprise. It don't work, talk radio. Sort your bloody phones out. No, it's not working, mate. Try again. The one night, talk radio, I could do with the phones working. Don't work. Then I saw him stop and I thought, oh my God, he's going to do this again. So I thought I'd take some footage. Well, no. Footage? No one uses the word footage. When have you ever actually used the word footage? I thought I'd get my phone out and film it. It might be fun for the driver, but I felt bad for this old lady. Um, <laughs> Sergeant Paul Taylor. Po- oh, come on. Posted Miss Suleiman's footage on Twitter in the hope that someone knows the owner of the car. He described the driver, uh, driver as a clown and a buffoon. We're going to go around... Um... Oh, look, look, there's Zora chasing the credit. Well, we, 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 we're going around arresting all of the clowns. Um, and, uh, and Twitter appeals and thanked uh, Miss Suleiman for providing the uh, number plate. Is this going to work now? Yes, line one, you're there. Kinks, last of the steam-powered trains from the magnificent Village Green Preservation Society. Although the later album, Arthur, or the fall and rise and fall and decline of the Western Empire, whatever it's called, just call it Arthur, I think is a much better album. List of all the MPs that voted against. Thank you for that. List of all the MPs that voted against um, 3,000 refugee refugee children coming to this country has uh, been listed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know the name, line two, of my local MP. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you've never heard this before, what if that doctor's still listening? If you've never heard this hour of the show, this is how it tends to work at the moment. We sit here and we talk stuff, and um, people phone in and do that stuff. Nigel Evans, Michael Fabricant, Michael Fabricant, the man with the hair. Um, who was that? Um, 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 hang on a minute, Minister. What is he for? Police, I think is his name. Uh, Mike, Mike Henning. What was his name? Mike Denning. Mike Denning. Mike. I wonder what, how Mike Denning voted. Let's have a little look. 
Uh, maybe he doesn't exist. Maybe he didn't vote. Is that his name? I, let me just go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing terribly, to be honest, today, but never mind. Yeah, I've been listening. You sound really bunged up. I'm bunged up and I've got terrible indigestion. I'm, I'm joking about it, but it really hurts and it means I can't speak properly and speaking is my job. It's my job. That's all I've got to do is be able to speak properly. Um, and I can't no. do it and I've had a really crappy day as well. Have you? Yeah. It's, well, it's Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that, that's what Mondays are for, aren't they? You yeah. sound you sound better today, though, apart from your cold. Oh. I was a bit concerned about you last week. You seemed a bit all over the place. Did I? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes we are. Were you? Um, Were I, you? I think I'm more all over the place today than I was. I don't really remember what, what, last week. What happened? Well, I don't know, but I mean, I listened in and I just couldn't get ahead in the tail of it. I was like, oh, oh. Well, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on. No, th- but those are sometimes the best shows. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you disagree. Yeah, okay. Well. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I like the way... I'll, I'll take your word for it, love. Yeah, go on. Um, I like the way uh, you were going on about the puddle thing. Yeah. I mean, have they got nothing better to do? Uh, really? Have these, like, the police and the people writing in about... I'm phoning in agreement, by the way. Yeah. Because I can't believe that that would actually get in the newspaper. It's nothing! Well, we've, we've, we've all done it, and we've all been splashed and gone, Oh, you absolute... Oh, oh thanks, guys! <laughs> and that's what happens. That, that just happens from time to time. <laughs> It does, and it's comical. Yeah, of course but it I is. But I mean, the, the woman who said, oh, well, I thought, you know, i better get footage of it. What's wrong? How boring must well, her life be? I know Zora, and um, it, she, she sniffed a story. She sniffed a story <laughs> and a chance for the big time. Well, she needs to just be sniffing somewhere else because Ooh. that is no big time story. No, it's, it's 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 rubbish, isn't it? You know. Well, next, kids yeah. kids knock cricket ball through old lady's window. We have to arrest these clowns. I know. It's, do you know what? It's quite frightening, really, because you can't do anything. You know, it's like it's just gone mental, hasn't it? But I'm going to keep on. I'm going to keep on doing things. Mm. Hey, the Wi-Fi. Well, I do. The Wi-Fi's do, just gone down. Can you believe that? You what? The Wi-Fi's gone down. This place is held together by bubblegum and string. Yeah, well, you, apparently you couldn't get uh, Periscope the no, other week, could it's, you? It's, or last week? No, and it's just crashed now as well. But that, which is not the uh, end of the world, but, but you know. Well, well. Yeah, bugger. Well, you'll get people all moaning <laughs> about it, won't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. where's Periscope like it's your fault? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> Um, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm slowly... I've been on a really long downer, but I think I'm gradually creeping up now. Yeah, I think um, I've been doing an awful lot of artwork because I'm an artist oh, yeah. and I've been doing a lot of that, um, which... Yeah, I suppose it does help, but, um, yeah, I mean, when I'm... Normally, I can't do anything, but that's that's quite a good thing. What do you do when you're really, really bad? Is there something that you do that yeah, makes I, you feel... I lie in bed and cry and wish oh. the world would stop. That's what I do. When I'm really bad, I can't... I, I can't. I can't. I can't. And I... Uh, yeah, mm. I can't. And that's it, really. Yeah, yeah. See, I just... 
I suppose that means those around you let you do it, though. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am lucky enough that I get that in, indulgence, if you can call it. Yeah, that. see, I wouldn't get that. I mean, if I don't answer my phone, my daughter's, like, at the door, well, you know, she wouldn't... Yeah, I know what you mean. I but, I, I mean, she cares. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. And also, I've got my boy that still lives at home with me. Yeah. And um, I couldn't, you know. But, yeah. yeah, I know how you feel, and I'd like to also be able to do that at times. But um, I just want to have a quick uh, word about the doctors thing. I hear that you're behind them. Yes. Yes, um, as I am. But I also feel... I don't know whether the striking is the right thing to do. I've had... My daughter was... Uh, my granddaughter had leukaemia. Yeah. And um, she's fine now. She's had, like, two and a half years of treatment, and yeah. she's fine now. But I remember whenever she used to go in... The thing is, whenever she had a temperature, she had to be in the hospital within an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So... More often than not, it would happen on a Friday, and we'd go up there, and the hospital would be dead. Yeah. And it was really difficult to get a doctor to come and see her then. Do you know what I mean? And I just feel... She's all right now, though. Oh, she's great now. So it works. She's at school. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I have the utmost respect and admiration for for medical people. I really do. But in the same way, it worries me if these doctors are out tomorrow. What if there's a little kid in there that needs a doctor? But their doctors will be in. They'll be consultants. Oh, right. So yeah, there'll, still be emergen- there'll, there'll still be emergency. You can still go to A&E if you need to. Right, okay, yeah, but the doctors, like, the junior doctors are normally on the wards, aren't they? I don't really know the set-up no, no, set of the, the hospital, but, but but what else? The thing is, what, I, listen, I don't know the, the, the ins and outs of it, the technical stuff I find a little bit complicated, but what else are they supposed to do? Yeah, I know. Jeremy Hunt's I trying to ride you... roughshod over them and um, take the mickey out of them. What else? What else can they do? They're doctors! Yeah, I know. They're amazing people. They saved my little one's yeah, life. Exactly. Exactly. Trust me, Listen, you know, I do. I've got, I've got to go, because I'm really late for an ad. Nice to talk to you. All right, well, I, w- you I wish you well. Thank you, my love. See you later on. Ta-ta. <laughs> Exciting news of potential guests. Yeah. Who's got back to you today? Danny Baker. Beautiful. Charlie Brooker. Beautiful, beautiful. Excellent stuff, indeed. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, this bloody phone system. It's not good, is it? So... Dear Denny and Liam, I've got no internet and the phones don't work. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, you know? Blimey, O'Reilly. Is it work? Do you know what? If I feel ill again tomorrow, I'm not going to come in and they can, you know, then get some other mug to come and do this nonsense. Oh, yeah, this is a, this is a story as well. And this is a proper story. This is a proper story. The cat killer. Oh, yes. Are you tweeting about that? I retweeted my support for catching the cat killer and hanging him. What? By his balls. You're assuming it's a man. No woman. No woman could be. Oh, it could be, actually. Yeah. Croydon's cat killers, 150 victims across the country. Oh! Struck in Luton. Remember we had that that fella in that all the neighbours thought he was killing the cats? Yeah. And he denied it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this is 
No, because this is um, chopping bits off, isn't it? This was that, The other thing was a poisoning. It was a poisoning, wasn't it? Yes, then, one. And then there was a theory about antifreeze. Mr Cameron, you've got to sort this out. This is now getting out of hand. So this fat waste of space had one job as a waitress. She managed to do it for oh. two weeks. That was all this fat, bloated girl could manage. Because oh, you, keep you can tell he's a slim man, can't you? Anyway. The oh, hang on. Who comes from St Austell in Cornwall... She says, uh, I was devastated when I got fired. I didn't see it coming. I never thought my weight would cost me my job. It's because you're bloody useless. That's why, dear. Oh, dear. Stop making excuses. It's got nothing to do with your weight. It's you. It's you. Anyway, she says here, you know, she wears size 30 clothes. And, uh, the but the bar- thing is, I can't listen to any more of that bile and poison from that uh, hideous uh, gentleman. He's a, he's a big man himself. He's a fat man. Mm, I've seen pictures. He talks about it as well. When did it become acceptable to get to do a radio show where the primary um, act, the act, is calling out large women and saying you they're ugly and fat, body shaming? I believe is the phrase. I don't Mm -hmm. like that phrase actually, but it's a handy little thing. But that's the act. So I want this show to be a little bit nicer than that. Line one, uh, line two. Hello. Hello, line two. Hello. Um, I was calling up a few moments ago to make a joke about the quality of your lines. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that in uh, your computer systems and your phone lines aren't reliable, are they? That's correct. I got cut off. Ah. <clears throat> yeah. Now, is that, now, the, jo- is that is- the joke? That's a supreme irony. Yeah, well, it's an attempt. No, but but- 15 years ago, I was still using an Amiga online. Yeah. An Amiga. Yeah. Yeah. And it was held together genuinely by Blue Tech and Sellotech. Beautiful. Yeah, and it worked. So, have you got a Poundland near the studio? Um, no, yes, of course we've got Poundlands. Of course we've got, of course we've got, we've got Poundlands coming out of our backsides. That must be very painful. It's not comfortable, if I'm honest, yeah. No, they do sell lubricants, though, Thank and you. the Jazzle kits. But oh, I, well, I once <laughs> used um, soap from one of these... Um, um, Oh, look, yeah, we, we're getting a posse together. We're getting a posse together, Dan, to hang this cat killer. I once used soap from one of these, not not pound shop. From a discount these, store. Yeah. Right. It made my hands bleed. What? I had bloody hands. Bloody hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh. Did you run around shouting, oh, my bloody hands? Yasser's getting on my... Everyone's getting... What what did what did Ian just agree with the phone system is screwed? Waiting for my apology. Come on, will you find up the answer and you see if you get an apology, mate? Because it don't it, your it, phone is crap. Our phones is are he crap. The fellow who's got a terrible, terrible phone. Yes, yeah, and it's his phone. And it's his. That's his phone. And his phone on other stations as well. Yeah. And his <laughs> phone was terrible there as well. Yeah. It's either his it phone or his mouth. No, because mate, his mouth works on the landline. Hmm. Maybe his mobile phone is the wrong shape for his face. That could be it. That could be it. So this is... Let, let's get this cat killer. Let's get this cat killer and, and let's... let's. Uh, I don't agree with vigilanteism, right? Unless it's in the Death Wish movies. But I would happily... Uh, c- can we get a posse? What can I do? C- 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 what can I do now? Because I'm going to be driving home through London mm. in the dark at night when he's probably out there praying, praying on his prey. So tell me where to go and I will go. I've got um, um, a bit of 4B2. I haven't got... What? In my car, no? What are you talking about? 
Why did you say that? Line two? Hey, uh, I see uh, I see Ian still with us. Oh. Only the other night he said he had some... Dennis is getting uh, confused. You know, from his bosses, come in and talk to him. Dennis, so Dennis. Him very pleased. You're on, Dennis, you're on the air. Guess what TV show is on Saturday night? No idea. My, is, it your, is it your do? Yeah, it's my do. Oh, good old. In, so let me know if you miss it, and if you miss it, I'll send you the DVD, but otherwise... I won't you... miss it, believe you me. All right, you're a good lad, Dennis. But the thing is, I'm very pleased that you didn't get the push from your bosses. From this one? I was going to take my five pence an hour off you. <laughs> well... Many, I should say. No, I'm, um, <laughs> I, you know, as long as... I, I just... hope you're saving up. Don't forget, yes. it won't be long now, yep. only just over a month. Thank you very much indeed. The Croydon Cat Killer may have struck at least 150 times across London and the home counties, a charity warned last night. No. Killing, no. no. Killing cats is really common, actually. Yeah. And you're right, it's normally poison. It's normally um, rat poison or antifreeze, antifreeze which, is, which is thoroughly unpleasant. Why'd you kill cat? I mean, the, wor- the worst a cat could do... Is right, poo in your garden. Poo in your garden or impregnate your teenage daughter. That is the worst it could do. And then you- oh, is in morals of an alley cat. Yeah. Or, or, or um, Top Cat. Yeah, a fine-looking lady. It's <laughs> a fine-looking lady. Or Pepe Le Pew. Oh yeah. Dozens of cat corpses. Oh, this is. I'm going to say something horrible here, guys. I'm not, I'm not doing this for comic effect. Genuinely, this sickens me. As uh, it, uh, as a cat owner, still not really bonded with the dog. I enjoy the walks, but the, the other 23 hours of the day, I'm not that keen. The cat. My cat has been with me um, fifteen uh, over fifteen years, seventeen now. She's my, my little girl. I'm, I'll genuinely be devastated if anything happens to her. Dozens of cat corpses have been found since October. Although I, I should probably put some. Um, we need some appropriate music. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, got some. Hang on. Where's my uh, hotkeys? Sorry, guys. Uh, slow show today. I mean, still better than anything else on the radio at this time of the night. But um, really, not with it tonight. I'll be, I'll be better tomorrow. I'll go for another steam tomorrow. Um, ooga chaka, ooga, ooga, ooga chaka. No, that's not it. Mm. No. Future cats. Well, uh, where does this go? No, it's a bit of fun, this. Let me try. The Croydon cat killer may have struck at least a hundred... No, that doesn't no. work. It's disrespectful. No. Um... Get in there. We're just um... baby, baby, baby. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it. No. no. Oh, hang on. No, that's too much. That's too much. Uh, no, because that that. Ah, here we go. Got it. Got it. Here we go. I'm 18. She's 13. Does that make me dirty? All the cats appear to have been hit with a blunt weapon. <gasps> or th- I'm not even going to read that because it actually goes into great graphic detail. Oh, sweet. Gee. He's dismembering them, isn't he? Don't. Well, I just said I'm not going to read it out. Right. He's, do- he's doing worse than that, actually. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. No, he's not. Could you do me a favour? I'm going to do a joke just for Kath. Could you turn Catherine's microphone off? Uh, both both her microphones off. <laughs> Microphones are on now. 
hating when you say that. What then? Why are you laughing? I kind of love it at the same time. No, he's doing he's doing a lot of hor- he's a, hor- a lot of horrible things are being done to these poor cats. Most uh, killings take place at night, and some of the mutilated bodies have been left on doorsteps. Are you? Foxes, rabbits and birds have also been killed. Not bothered about them, actually. It's, that was an unnecessary addition to the story. No, but that's all... Um, I've read the John Ronson books. That's all the hallmarks of a junior psychopath, isn't it? Well, the fact that he's, he's just... He's done so many cats. I don't know. I, I would have thought he's, he's found his niche. Experts believe the killings are the work of one man dubbed the Croydon Cat Ripper or Croydon Cat Killer because of the early attacks took place in the London Borough. Um, I believe he's struck in Surrey, Hampshire, Bedfordshire and Kent. Um, I don't believe he's the, going the all south, the s- south Norwood Animal Rescue and Liberty? Snarl. Snarl, assemble! <laughs> people still think, the Snarl say, um, people still think it's only happening in Croydon, it's not. We've had attacks from Luton all the way down to Frimley. Um, oh, the de- the details... Mm. are disgusting and it, i mean just um oh for crying out loud right what what can i what can i do to help how do we get how do we help how do we stop this Time to pack it in he's probably listening now no don't oh don't say that no you're not now you're not being serious i am being serious Time to pack it in he's probably listening now on his way to murder another cat i never said that i don't want to be the radio might be on his way back i don't listen i know we're desperate for listeners but i don't want to be the radio show of choice for a deviant listen i've seen midnight caller those people are all out there listening you can change the world with this microphone 0844 499 1000 how do we catch this pervert and i don't you know i'm not vigilanteism but honestly well, I'm going to say something I never thought I'd say. I'll give him a good kick in, I would. Here we go, here we go, we've got a text. What's the text number? 87222, 25 pence, plus your network rate. Ian, try Andrew's health salts. Okay. Instant burp. It doesn't work, I've tried that, it doesn't work. But then his diagnosis, his um, summary of the situation, uh, our anonymous friend, is correct. Sounds like you may be swallowing air when clearing throat with indigestion from acid increase. Absolutely spot on. Yeah, you're a gulper. But how do I stop gulping? I don't want to read you any just more of that. Stop That's to gulp. That's horrible. I tell you the biggest. Tell us a jolly story. I will do. British home stores has closed down. Oh no, that's not jolly. No, it's not jolly. <laughs> Where am I going to get my candelabra from now? I mean, I'm surprised it's still going. We mm. had this in the other day. I'm surprised BHS is still going. I think it going. might be our fault. Ah, uh, it's, it's the curse. curse. Yeah, um, and um. <laughs> the, the government has said, if you've got a voucher, you should use it immediately out of loyalty to the company. Well, no, I'm going to use it before they go completely bust, and it's only worth half its value. But imagine, though, who, who would give you a voucher for British home stores? Who you know, gives anyone vouchers anyway now? You get cards now, don't you? Yeah. You get cards. Yeah. You don't get the old... Um, Paper voucher. Can I have... Um, £25, and if I could have that in two tens and a five, yeah. please. <laughs> uh, when I used to work at Dossie Choose a card, yeah. Dorothy Perkins, we used yeah. to sell them like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, can you still get book token? What is a book token? No, you get them on a card now. Everything's on a card. Yeah. And do you know why that is? You can't tell is? how many you've got sometimes. Yeah, so. do you know why that is? It's um, so they can track us and check which books we've bought. Mm. Fifty That's Shades right. of Grey. Yeah, yeah, well, well. well. They know you're a pervert. Oh! 
So, David, I cancelled yeah. for the second time. I know, I get the distinct feeling he doesn't want to talk to Let us. Let me do it, let me do it. Go on. It sounds like there's a conspiracy. Oh. Yeah, you see what I've done there? Because yeah. he talks about conspiracy theories, and I've said the word conspiracy um, in a sentence whilst discussing him. That showed him. If someone copies the cat murderers, are, murders, are they a copycat killer? No, they're a copycat cat killer. Mm. Get it right, please, Wizzy Kicks. Um, yeah, so David Icke's cancelled again. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Although I suspect no one could be bothered to call us. He's had a word with them all. That everybody is staying still so they don't have an accident because uh, the, the um, mainstream media is telling everybody that emergency services are out when they're not. Mm. So, are we? Have they given us another date for for Ike? No, because I said, forget it. No, why did you say that? Well, I've not said it to them. I said, oh, that's a shame, and they never got back to me. No, don't say... But in my head, I thought, forget it then. No, don't think that. I want Second to talk to time. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he keeps basing it out every two weeks, so it, I take two weeks, and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. What in, what? I look forward to it for two weeks, and then he lets me down. I just what? don't know if I, if I can take the disappointment again. But what... Um, what harm does it do us? That he cancelled, doesn't do me any harm. Stops us booking someone else. Um... We, we have a pollock on tonight. Yeah, but we've got a hole tomorrow instead. Oh, I'm genuinely pop star, uh, pop star crush. Mm. Genuine. Anyway, that's by the by. It's a little thing. But she she sings the, what I think. <laughs> um, he uh, no no don't 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 chase him. I want him. And then we have and then we have the awkward interview. David, can I ask why did you think it was acceptable to cancel us he twice? Might be Ill. But, you know, I just... Can I be honest? I'll be honest. Yeah. Sent in a messer. Yes, David Icke, he thinks the world... He thinks Chris Christopherson is a shape-changing lizard. If I never... I, I have... This is my only opportunity to ask him what his beef is... Beef is with the man who wrote Help Me Make It I'll Through I'll the Night. I'll and me and Bobby him. McGee. I'll ask him. Me and Bobby McGee. Get... No, just get him back on. I'll try. Oh, you'll say yes again. Fine. And we know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. All right, shake on it. I bet he won't catch it. I bet he time. will. What we put oh, on it? Oh, interesting. Power game there. You, I've never noticed this about you. Shake my hand. I've got a firm handshake. No, look, your hand's underneath and you've done that and my hand's on top. That's implying <laughs> you, your wrist is going to snap. I've got very, this is my right, I've got a very strong wrist there. Um, I was a teenage boy once. Um, your hand... Oh, was it that? Oh. Well, of course it was, unless I wanted to pretend it was someone else. Oh. Ugh. Hmm? Anyway. Or I'd, um... No, no, I don't, no. The hand, the hand. Um, uh, so your hand went underneath, and that's interesting. That means... because you tilted. That means you're... Sub you... I bet, but I bet if you shook a woman's hand, your hand will go on top. So you're submissive with men, because you're flirtatious, a little bit tarty, and with women, you want to show them that you are... Ed, you don't think I'm tarty, do you? Not at all. No, 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 but that's... what you're... I said tartily. Yeah, look you know, at that. I did that Ed, back... Ed, back me up! Ed! Oh, ma man... Back me up, please, guys. Oh, I do guys. not. I do not. Guys, stop playing with me. Play with me. No. Actually, um, men were often scared of me at college. Yeah, exactly. Terrified. I think we all know why. Why? <laughs> um, oh, okay. Go on. Here's a fun story. 
Scary Kath used to call me. Dangerous counterfeit drills can explode inside dental patients' mouths. I've really struggled to find the lighter... Oh, I tell you what, this I This is t- all horrible. I know, I find... I, hang on, let me find um, the sun. I'll find you a good story. i find you a funny story. Funny story. You better. So far, we've had exploding Front mouths. page of the sun. Sex pest let, let off to go to Glastow. No, no, not cheerful. No, 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 I've got gag. No, no. Huh? No. What? No. A sex offender um, has had his curfew lifted so he can go to Glastonbury. You'd be proud of me because I censored myself then. Didn't actually say what he'd done. Well, I'll be honest. Going to Glastonbury sounds more like a punishment than a privilege. <sighs> let's just let's just get the audience reaction for that. <gasps> Never. Okay. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You'll hear things on this show and on this station that you won't hear anybody, anywhere else. For including, good including my Jimmy Savile. No. We're not the BBC. We can do that now. No, I still don't want to Oh, which is satire. I'm having a little bit of satire. <laughs> that sounds strikingly similar to the voice you do when you do an impression of me. Oh, my name is Catherine Boyle. <laughs> now then. All right, OK. Here is genuinely... A fun story. It's even, not going to be even fun, Gra- is it? Even Grace Dent stopped listening to this rubbish. And she listens to a lot of rubbish. It's a job. She's, some people are paid to listen to the radio. I know, but flipping heck, sometimes that's torture, isn't sometimes, it? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is absolute torture. Go on, tell me a funny story, then. No, I'm just suspicious. Every time I get a new follower, are they a real person? Mm. Now, there's a great... British. Have we done this break, Ed? Oh, let's do the break. Let's, uh, is it um, a contractual... Oh, wait, 444-499-1000, by the way, if you want to give us a call now. Straight to her. Is it a contractual obligation? Catherine's here. Hi. Of this station that Lembit Opic has to be on at least twice a week? I believe it must be. Flip it. There's no other explanation. I've been in that man's house and he's cooked me um, food. Did he have a plug-in? Plug-in what? Harpic plug-in, a glade plug-in. plug-in. Wh- hang on, I'll say that again, I've got a joke. Did he have a plug-in? What, in his bum? <laughs> I imagine he's a man who's got a plug-in. He's just weird, he's just we- he's pleasant enough, right? He's pleasant enough. In the spirit of, of him, he's, he's pleasant enough. We didn't get on. No. What, as in, you didn't like each other? Or and if we saw each other now, I, when he was in last time when I was here, remember? Mm. I hid. <laughs> And I was looking at the reflection. I had my back to him, and I was, what, what the hell is a full set breakfast, says Dan. You're getting as good as mine, buddy. I could see him in the reflection, and I waited till he'd gone, and you went, he's gone. I went, no, no, no. I, can, I was using double reflections. So I was reflecting off a corner, <laughs> off a corner. I could see him, and he was still there. So, um, yeah, can't be too careful. That. I've done that with people, and yeah. they've not been bad people, and afterwards I've felt quite ashamed of myself for doing it. It's a really weird reflex, isn't it, when you just think, can't cope with that person must avoid we still don't know what an arab strap no we didn't say that on air there's no arab strap is a band there's a band called the arab strap that is, and that is actually true aha uh-huh. oh flipping it told you no 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 i don't think it's what you think it I is i think it is i don't think it's what you think let it me is. have a look no 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 there's, there's all pictures pictures of this band although there, there is Oh, there is. There's a woman with a flower up her bum. <laughs> you want to see that? No, I've seen that before. It looks like there's a triffid up her bum. Well, sometimes you can't find a vase. Um. Oh yeah, you 
you're right. It's used to help. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I've never still. heard of that. Well, well, I've got an album. Okay, well, there's a band called the Arab Strap that were quite big, and there's a um um an album by <laughs> Bell and Sebastian, the boy with the Arab Strap. Mm. It's a good album. But now we know why. Isn't it a sign of the times, Prince? Um, that when a, a picture of a celebrity pops up in our timeline, we yeah. think, dead or nonce. <laughs> yes! And bef- two, about a month ago, it would have um, been nonce or dead. Now it's dead or nonce. We've not had anyone been arrested being a paedophile for a yeah. while. So it's, it's dead or nonce. picture of Bernie Clifton's just popped up wow. in my time. Do you want to guess which one? No! No, it's a story that I'm going to do in the papers, I hope actually. he's neither. No, he's, he's fine, he's fine. He's, I love Bernie Clifton. Yes, line one. Underwear. It's, it's quite erotic. Thank you very much, indeed. Um, my sister's just treat, treated the story that I was going to say. I, lo- I love Bernie Clifton. Remember we listened to him doing a local BBC radio show? Yeah. And you hated it. And I thought it was brilliant. I was yeah. laughing. I think he's so funny. I met him. He was on the same bill of Swap Shop um, the day that I went to see it as, with Sarah Brightman, who I couldn't approach for an autograph because I just thought she was so beautiful. I was, I was eight years old. And the Carpenters. I've seen the Carpenters. Gosh. Um, anyway, Bernie... Uh, for those who don't know, gonna sneeze. He went on the Voice. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they didn't turn for him. I'd turn for Bernie. Oh no, you would. Um, is this cheating? Right. When we saw a fella doing the marathon, there were two of them, and one it was like a little Irish leprechaun giving a fella a lift on his shoulders. A backy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem fair to me. Do I spoil this for you? He was sat, it was funny, because the, the, I could see why he wasn't running. His legs were obviously useless. They were just, like, flopping all over the place. <laughs> so he couldn't run it. It just felt bad for the wee Irish fella. Yeah. Not fair, is him, it? Give him a, a backy. Mm. That's okay, is it? Is that allowed? Maybe his legs are... I think as long as it's just leprechauns, yeah. Good. Anyone else, that's cheating. Veteran comic Bernie Clifton is fuming. Oh, why? He's fuming. Oh, why? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Andy's got a good idea. Sorry, we're all over the shop. Now now you guys want to play huh? with the last 11 minutes of, of the show. Andy Whittles says, how to catch the cat killer? Maybe dress up like a cat. He get excited about his biggest, his biggest kill. Then you could attack him. Boom. Ian Lee one, rapey cat man nil. What if it goes wrong, though? Exactly. And you know which one of us in this partnership would get to be the cat? Yeah, yeah, you'd have to be. And I would um, um, be in the background with a big giant butterfly net. (laughs) What if it's another cat doing it? Cats are cleverer than we think. What if it's a wolf? In sheep's clothing? No. So everyone's looking for a sheep, but actually it's a wolf. Brilliant disguise. Brilliant, brilliant disguise. Um, Julie is... um, sending me a tweet saying I am a real person okay Julie that's that's as long as you know that gosh and judging by her picture yeah she is veteran comic Bernie Clifton who I think is brilliant him I, I just think he's so funny he used to do him and uh, Pete oh, here's a name you won't know because I'm, I'm an old man him if you can't reminisce about bernie clifton and peter glaze at 11 minutes to one on late night radio then when can you bernie clifton and peter glaze were the laurel and hardy of our times they would do little sketches little sketches at the end of crackerjack 
a crackerjack. There we go. Um, and they were hilarious. Anyway. No. The Laurel and Hardy of my time. Yeah. Clearly. Was the Laurel and Hardy cartoon. No, Cannon and Ball. I'll give you that. The Invisible Snooker Table sketch with Steve Davis. Don't remember any oh. of the details, just remember them being on telly a lot. Or maybe it was Dennis Taylor. Either way, very, very funny. So they do the Invisible Snooker game with either Steve, Ta- Steve Taylor or, um, um, or, or Les Dennis. Dennis. And they beat him. It's brilliant. Oh. It's flipping brilliant. They beat him. It's invisible. They've done it for like 100 quid. Right? I think I remember this. Did they put their glasses on upside down? Why it not? It would have been Taylor. Why not? Um, and they go, all right, well, we beat you. He goes, ah, you beat me. Ah, you beat me. Ah. I'll give you, I'll give you your money then. And they go, where's the money? Well, it's there. They've just put it down on the table. <laughs> He's put invisible money down. He's got them at their own game. I see now from the impression that was definitely Steve Davis. Veteran comic, Bernie Clifton. What's he fuming about? You've not revealed it I'm, yet. I'm thinking. I'm going. I'm thinking. Do I say this sentence in my head out loud? That's in my head. Oh no. <laughs> Get Clifton on the show. I want Clifton on this show. Okay. One of my favourite um, live albums is, and, 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 and I, I love Emma. She was wrong. Live albums are brilliant. She was wrong on that one. And the best one is, I think it's either Love at the Greek or Hot August Night. Hot August Night. Neil Diamond, double LP. Hang on a second. Yes, line two. Hello. Sorry. Um, sorry to. Interrupt. Sorry to bother. Um, That's a very polite. <laughs> int- no, you, you interrupt. <laughs> you lot interrupt whenever you want, anytime. No, just because we're talking. Oh, I just wanted to ask. Um, Fan question is on my mind. What's your favourite Mott the Hoople song? I don't know any apart from. Did they do all the young dudes? Oh, I just remember though. I, I, I said the wrong. <laughs> I said the wrong band for some reason. Um, I meant traveling Wilburys for some reason. I'm I'm retired, but yeah, <laughs> traveling Wilburys. <Aubrey. laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Is that Sam? Yes, Sam. It is, that's um, absolutely yeah. brilliant. I don't think anyone has ever. Um, <laughs> can be those two no. bands. Um, oh. Well, it's all right. Oh, right. Well, it's all. Um, I'm not uh, finished. Right. If you got nothing to say, I got a name, a name, a name, a name, a The end of the line. That's it. It's called the end of the line. Got there in the end. That's it. That's a brilliant song. That's it. That's all I want. What's your favourite one, Sam? Um, I think, weirdly enough, the Woolbury Twist, even though it's one of those songs that's like. Meant to be a weird, weird band for a twenty-year-old something lad to uh, be into. Yeah, I know. My dad um, is a massive Beatles fan, oh, okay. and from then, like, I, I just sort of followed George Harrison around, and yeah, oh, that's yeah. it, really. Here's, <laughs> here's George Harrison. You got to tread carefully, but there are some real gems out there. We were watching the Hey Jude video, weren't we, before the show? Mm-hmm. Go and watch the Hey Jude video on YouTube, right? And I, I love that video um, because I, I love the fact that there are two hundred people that are so close to the Beatles. But also, mm-hmm. the fella, as you're looking at Ringo Starr, there's a fella to, his, to, to the right as you're looking at him, his left. The geek, he's like yeah. 15 years old, he's so geeky. with the best thick, time. With like thick NHS glasses. <laughs> he is loving it, he can't believe he's got the best spot. And he's clapping, he's singing along to Hey Jude, he's out of time. And it's, 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 the, it's a joyous celebration of music. Oh, look at it, yeah. And then you've How got you? Paul McCartney with this woman in white sitting virtually on his lap. Yeah. And he's clearly hating he it. St- he doesn't, he, he's the first <laughs> one to stop enjoying it. So uh, we'll have a look at that. I love that video. 
Get Clifton on. All right. Well, I, was, I, had, I was going somewhere. He was fuming about something you no, might reveal. I was going somewhere. I want to oh, know what, what his beef it? is. No, I was going to tell you something really interesting about me, and I've forgotten. You saw him at Cracker Jack. No, Swap Shop. Swap Shop. Peter Glaze, Bernie Clifton. Oh, what? Carpenters. Could someone, was it? Sarah is it, Brightman. Is there anyone listening to this? No, we've gone past that. I know, but that's Could, where you were leading. No, I've done, no, I've gone past that. Could someone on Twitter, what was the thing I was going to say? It was, it was actually, it was genuinely interesting. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, something just popped up on my screen that's never popped up. Press the. If in doubt, press accept. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what my mum used to tell me. If in doubt, do nout. Just thought, where's the guy who? What? Andy Whittles on the emails tonight. He's loving it. He's concerned about the cat killer. Just thought, where's that guy who killed Cecil the lion? Don't see, you don't hear from him anymore, the do dentist. we? We don't hear from him anymore, do we? Um, we were talking about band. Oh, live cop. He's yeah. back. Right. So, have I got the internet? I'm still on the find it. So it's. Um, I think it's Neil Diamond. It's Neil Diamond. I know that much. Right. Right. And um, so it's a live album, and he's singing "Song Sung Blue," which is not a very, very good song. Right. The great live at the Greek Theatre. It's not a very good song, right? It's quite annoying. Right? But he's doing. Sorry about boring you. It's a bit no, of I'm just really there. tired. No, no, this will be worth it. Trust me, this will be worth it. Right? Because I found I found the, the song, and um, he's got a celebrity audience. It's oh, like, he likes those. It's like he? live at the Greek Theatre. He doesn't like it when I'm there because I sing to you. He wouldn't like it <laughs> me singing. It's live at the Greek Theatre, right? So he's singing. First celebrity um, is Helen Reddy, who's great. You, what was Helen Reddy's song? I am woman, hear me roar in numbers too big to ignore. Anyway, so, so he starts singing Song Song Blue, right? Then he wants to get the celebrities out. Mm-hmm. Oh, the internet's really going to let me down on this. Where, hang on, where is it? Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Right. We're going to jump forward a little bit. I'm sorry, I'm boring you, am I? Yeah, a bit. It's your, no, job, it's... To, it's your job to be bored by me. Yeah, I know. I'm not bored, I just can't... I, I never understood that. It's not about being bored, it's about being tired. And I, I mean, can't just hold a yawning. I'm not doing it on purpose. Well, you are a li- it's, it's disrespectful to uh, my art. Well, this... Fl- it's just Helen Reddy. Oh, flipping internet. Oh, I know this song. You know her voice as well, yeah? Kind of, yeah. Is Bernie Clifton going to be in this? Bernie Clifton is not in it, right? But Henry Winkler is in the audience, right? <laughs> right. right. And this is, this is at the peak of happy days, right? When he is one of the biggest stars in the world. Right? Helen Reddy! Here we go. Thank you for being... oh. Here we go, listen. Crowd love it. But listen to this. Henry Winkler! Where are you? He's Henry Winkler comes him. up in a big cardigan, right? And he says the coolest line ever. The coolest... The, 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 Neil Diamond says the coolest line. Henry comes up. He's, in, he's embarrassed. He's a shy guy. Actually, I can't be bothered to wait. Um, basically, he sings it normal, and Neil Diamond looks disappointed, and then he goes, I want the fans! I want the fans to sing this song! And then F- Fonzie sings it. And he's better, or...? Well... 
The same, just, well, just a bit louder. Just... There we go. Here we go. Well, we got, we've got 36 seconds. We may have to continue this tomorrow. Here we go. Do it, Roger did it. You know what you do? Will you do this for me? Do it like the Fonz would do it. How would the Fonz sing this song? Try it. We haven't got, we haven't got time. Oh. Just have to imagine it. Never got. To, stop interrupting me. Never got to talk about Bernie Clifton either. Talk radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking.